If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge Miss Cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy. And it's May. If it's not tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty Cake. Except no substitutes. Oh, well, he didn't cry at the people that died in Paris. Yeah, well, cry at Benghazi, but he cried about children being slaughtered. I'm suspicious of this guy. I mean, President Obama could come out and say, I love puppies and I take dumps every day because I'm a person too. (laughs) He doesn't take dumps. I bet you he has a colostomy bag. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Utah Outcast for the 10th of January, 2016. Uh, We're chugging along with the second episode of the year, considering how good last week was. I mean, seriously, if you go listen to after you get done listening to this one, go back and listen to the last show. It was a great fucking episode. Um, Anyway, we're going to stop navel gazing real quick and get on with this week's show. Uh, But for any reason, if you want to get in touch with anyone on the show, you could do so by emailing us through mailbag at utahoutcast.com, by text or voicemail at 347-669-3377. But we're also on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as Utah Outcasts. Duh. Anyway, this show um, that I look forward to each week is uh, and every week is supported by our many fans through patreon.com slash utahoutcasts. There you can choose to donate as little as a buck, which will grant you access to the super secret show that we do at the end of each episode. I guess it can't really be that secret if you guys know we're doing it, but uh, which won't be available for the masses out there, all of you guys that don't donate, uh, until a full half year has passed. So that's right. The show goes up on Monday. Um, You'll have to wait another six months, and then you'll have to hear the content that we know that you're just dying to hear right now. Um, But we'd like to give our most sincere thanks to Robert, Lee, and Dan, whose continued support each week is going to be responsible for us having our first live show here pretty soon. Uh, I haven't locked down a date or a time yet, but um, it'll for sure be at the Watchtower Cafe in Salt Lake City um, in the coming weeks. But uh, my, I have a good friend that runs the place. And if you find yourself going there in the near future, let him know that we sent you. Um, I know you think that we're pandering specifically to those who have given us support. But that's not all. If you uh, if you don't feel like re- uh, recurring costs, you can donate via PayPal. Just look for the link on the on the show post or on the YouTube, wherever you're going to be looking. There's a link somewhere. And we do know that not everyone can afford to share their incomes with us, so don't fret because the show is free for all to download. But uh, however, we do ask that if after you're done listening and if you joined the, you enjoyed the content, that you leave us a rating on whatever aggregator that you use to get the show through. So for that huge bit of help getting our show recognized, we'll read your review and name out on the air like we're going to do for the next couple of friends of the show let me catch my breath Whew. so anyway i uh i left my own review on the the show by uh, but my screen name is excremento so people don't know but even though i say i'm the host and i listen five stars whatever um one person says foreman he says don't change a thing as a raised in and currently living in salt lake city heretic heresy uh it's fun to have it's nice to have a weekly dose of sanity the discussions are great, particularly when Felicia goes on a tear. I truly miss when she isn't on the show. Sorry, she's not on the show. 
Um, the highs and lows segment is also a favorite. So thanks for putting in all the effort and bringing in bringing us the show. Great review. And then we have another guy that's uh, one of our friends on Pod Hell, who does a, <laughs> a show from Turkey. Um, he's uh, he calls himself around the world of whatever. He says, "Hey guys, it's Anthony from Around the World of Whatever Show. I, I love the show. Keep it up. Every show I have heard, there is many topics that I want to comment on. LOL. I share many of the same views that you do, and arguing against a few, but hey, that's life. Anyway, keep up the great podcast. And you guys should go check him out. Go to Pod Hell. He's one of the shows that we feature there. And uh, but finally, to our audience watching us via YouTube, I'd like to personally thank the following folks who have subscribed in the past week. We have Fujimoto. We have Grant Larimer. Hey, Grant." And needle in a haystack. Uh, your subscribes help us gain new listeners. But if, and we thank you so much. But if you haven't already done so, give us a thumbs up and a subscribe. Uh, I'm going to be doing this for quite a long time, so we need all the patrons we can get. So for the panel this week, we have Kyle Steenblake joining us once again. Boo! And uh, we have a special guest because Felicia decided to not make it tonight. She's up in somewhere doing a vacation, uh, but she's promised not to miss any more episodes this year. <laughs> we'll see so we have Jonathan Tyndale joining us who had a show at one point I don't think you do one anymore but I was looking for an emergency guest and he was the first one to respond otherwise you would have got Dave from that atheist podcast so Jonathan tell us about yourself man I would just like to go out on a limb here and say that is one of the most professional intakes I've heard in quite some time you've done <laughs> a you did a great job there I oh, appreciate it <laughs> I uh, learn how to breathe. Fuck. <laughs> uh, and for all of the fans that actually likes Felicia, um, I'm sorry. Um, I'm boring. <laughs> well, you're not. Uh, you're on the television. I mean, the show yeah. either. So, well, for oh. for the for the fans that miss <laughs> Felicia, do you have a favorite cheese? Yeah, she's a she's a cheesemonger here in Salt Lake City. So she she does love to sling cheese to people, and she loves to talk about <laughs> it almost orgasmically sometimes. Cheese. Did you know that the mammary gland is just a modified sweat gland? So whenever you're eating cheese, if you think about it hard enough, essentially you're eating rotten sweat. That's no, okay. I don't had, like cheese. I've had some workout shirts that smell that way. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure Felicia is going to be just pleased with me whenever she listens yeah, to this. Smells like old yogurt. <laughs> so let's I, see. And you have me. Hi, I'm X. I'm your host. Uh, apparently, though, uh, certain people don't like to use my name. I was on a, a show earlier this week. Uh, I mean, earlier today. Fuck, not this week. I was on a show earlier today at the Defenestrate Media headquarters recording The Left Show with Jeff Bell and company. It was a good time. He, he refused to call me X. And guess what? That's work calling me right now. I'm going to be right back. Okay, so sorry about that. I had a little bit of a fun little thing with work there. That that's the the fun that you get sometimes with Utah Outcast. I think the last time I had to do that was when we had uh, Lee George Cade on the show. But uh, anyway, I was talking about Jeff Bell and being on the left show. Great fucking time, except that he refused to call me X, and I'm like, why? It's so much easier for you to remember one letter. He's like, well, no, <laughs> I, just, I had a friend that was named this, and I refused that he changed his name to this legally, and I refused to call him that, and I'm like. All right, man, you can call me Chris. I don't give a shit, but I, I go by X only because it's a lot. It sticks in people's memory a lot fucking easier than Christopher, you know, and he's like, <laughs> well, I have the name Jeff. I was born with the name Jeff. I'm like, yeah, your name doesn't have the word Christ front and center in it. And I feel like a weird fucking <laughs> atheist having Jesus like right in the fucking first part of my name. He's like, oh, good point. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is a good point. Yeah. <laughs> and it took um, 
I think who was there with us today? Um, fuck, I forgot their name. Uh, one of the persons that were, that was on the show, she figured out halfway through. She's like, "Oh, I get your name now." I'm like, "Ah, oh, yay! Somebody gets it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe I shouldn't make it that hard to figure out. But uh, well, at least mine is mine's a little less uh, awkward than yours is. Jonathan in Hebrew, whenever you translate it, means given by God. But at least I'm not. Christ, Christ, you know, <laughs> yeah. So the man, the one that carries Christ in his heart. <laughs> well, that's weird. You, your video froze up there, John. Do we still have him, Kyle? Are you still there? Yeah, we do. Okay, I'm, I'm still it, here. It's yeah. That's that's just a a nice little fun, nice little fun little hiccup there. Sorry. Yep. And there we go. Yeah, we're doing video. How about that? So uh, <laughs> it was really good time doing the show. It was like two and a half hours. I drank a whole six pack while I was there. It was good times. I was hungry as a motherfucker by the time I got out. And I really wanted to stop by and get some Taco Bell, but I didn't. I waited till I got home to get some food. Um, but that's it for me. What have you guys been doing for this last week? Anything fun? Fun? No, not really. I don't know if I can really call it fun. What um, what, what interesting life thing happens? <laughs> Uh, the first, the first science fair of my, my childhood's educational, my, my children's educational careers. Fucking hell. They Uh, still do those. Oh yeah. (laughs) Great. Yeah, they do. And, uh, yeah, let me, let me tell you how much fun it is doing a science fair project for your kid. Uh, is it tied to their grade? This, in this case, no. Oh. Well then, fuck it. No, it's just it's just an <laughs> optional sort of. Uh, hey, we're doing science fair. Sign up if you want to do it. Are you sure you want to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you really sure you want to do it? Yeah. Okay, if you sign up, you're doing it. Like this takes. Okay. Work, right? You know this, don't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been like three months of what's happening with science fair. What's happening? How's, with how's your research fair? going? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's due next week. What about you, John? No, oh, I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Is it the same way that it was whenever I was in high school, where it's not a really a science fair project? It's that stupid it's more of a demo fold. thing. <laughs> or you know, the, let's see. Let's make a, a volcano. Put some uh, vinegar and baking soda and baking soda. Is it the, still the same thing then, or do you? Have actually have to come up with a hypothesis proves all that kind of stuff yeah i don't i don't know how i don't know how loose they they have their formatting science um, but, <laughs> Air quotes. you know we, yeah, we we told her we told her kid you know god damn it if it's if you're doing a science fair project you're doing it like full out Balls you're, to the wall. <laughs> you're coming you're coming up with you're coming up with a, a question and you're going to answer that damn question. You're going to come up with your hypothesis and you're going to fucking do this shit. You're going to back it up with data, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And every uh, time we talk to her about it, she's like, oh, what do you want to do? It's like, uh, I want to do something about eggs. Okay, well. Uh, what about eggs? <laughs> what about them? It's like, whoa, I want to see how they cook. It's like, okay, that's that's not... <laughs> It has to do like with proteins, you know. Like, okay, well, I want to see what happens when you put an egg in vinegar. It's like everybody knows what happens when you put an egg in vinegar. That's that's a bullshit science project. <laughs> you're, not, <laughs> you're not doing that because that's just lazy. Oh, what about if you cook it? Okay, now we're going somewhere. You want to talk about proteins, like turning into other proteins and becoming longer chains and all that shit. And, uh, mm-hmm. man. 
I, I, I don't look forward to when my kids bring home the shitty bridge building project they fucking made us do. Something. <laughs> that thing. Ones where you have to I build mean, it with the little pieces of wood and they bring in that special machine to smash the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys have you guys ever taken the uh engineering challenge where you were talking about eggs and you know popsicle sticks and that kind of stuff? Yeah. Engineering your own little cocoon for an egg and see how well made you can make it. Have you ever you guys ever done that? I I never oh, did yeah. one, but I loved watching the the looks of disappointment on kids' faces when their shit <laughs> catastrophically <laughs> failed. <laughs> so I, I was never upset whenever mine broke. Uh-huh. I was <laughs> It's an egg. Who doesn't like breaking <laughs> eggs? <laughs> Fuck, there's a whole YouTube channel based on that called How to Basic. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, as for anything that, for me personally, has anything exciting happened? No. Um, we were talking about before the show started, I'm unemployed. So pretty much my days have been taken up with CareerBuilderMonster.com. Trying to figure out unemployment. Yeah, that's about as exciting my life is. I haven't had to look for a job in a long time, but I can just imagine how shit those places are for sources for like finding employment. Uh, I mean, I mean, have they have you got any solid hits off of them before? I actually have, but it's because you know I've got I'm 38 years old. I've got a lot of experience and a lot of you know. um, Yeah, I got you there accreditations and all that kind of stuff so but yeah it's pretty much shit Uh, (laughs) the major thing is i have found out that the insurance industry are leeches that's Mm. all they are it's just leeches no (laughs) well no i know that's not really shocking no no it's okay (laughs) But, but one of their tactics is is i actually this is one of my first experiences uh, dealing with the insurance co- or in insurance industry. Um, what they try to do is bring you in, say, we're going to give you the blessing of Aflac or Geico or Progressive or whatever. And then you're straight commission. So essentially, you're going to go sell us and we're going to make all the profit and you're not going to make anything. Yeah. Wow. That's but shitty. That's, that's horribly shitty. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually started uh, whenever anyone would call me from an insurance company, I would ask, are you with an in- insurance company? Yes. Click. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Fucking terrible. So let's go ahead and, oh, actually, we have one more little bit of quick news that we want to get to before we start the real news. Uh, we have the Atheist of Utah Gala coming up on February 27th. Uh, just Google it. That's the easiest way of finding it if you are gonna pl- if you plan on attending. I mean, because there's Facebook shit out there, and there's the, it's on their website official, too. But since the president is here to explain it herself, we're going to move into news. Uh, the first news item that I have up here is a Kentucky woman who was visiting a disabled man in his home last October. Uh, the lady asked the man if he believed in God and the man said no. So the lady became so enraged that she assaulted the man by beating him with his own metal cane until it broke. (laughs) So a disabled man was beat because he didn't believe in God. That's not where the story ends though, because she also stole his wallet, his cell phone and his keys before she left. So the guy was forced to crawl to a local gas station to find help. So he was eventually taken to the hospital and treated for his injuries, including a concussion, 
broken arm and other bruises and abrasions. I mean, I can only imagine dragging yourself across the fucking concrete to a gas station. How messed up that would make you. Well, that certainly seems Christ-like uh, to me. Wouldn't well, Teresa try to do the same thing? And Well, yeah, yeah I mean, that, that is how you find God through suffering, right? Kyle, your camera's not showing on anybody on your on your face there. All I'm seeing is a spinny circle. Ooh. Me too. Yay, Skyped. Enable it. Enable it. God damn. It is. Oh, oh. Disable and re-enable. Sorry, guys. That's what happens when we do video. Nope, still not showing up. Whatever. So anyway, the, <laughs> it might seem uh, a bit interesting that I bring this up only because it happened in October, but she was finally arrested on January 5th. So she spent like oh, three good. months on the lam. <laughs> Jeez. So uh, she was like, what, the affluenza mom? <laughs> oh, I mean, and this is only like the this is like the second case in the last couple of weeks we've heard of somebody doing something horrible to an atheist out there because there was that other story of the lady that was pregnant getting shot in her eyeball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And left like sitting propped up on this lady's couch with a with a with a goddamn blanket over her face. And the lady said, oh, that's a shrine to God. Jesus gave me that. <laughs> I did that for God. That would be the Arizona lady, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's yeah, what, that yeah, was the, yeah, that's the Arizona lady. Just you know, I, I'm glad that I can be as out that in the atheist community as I am, but I, you still have that pestering thought in the back of your head: Is this something that could get me killed? <laughs> Especially in this <laughs> culture in Utah. I mean, because people may think Utah, you think, oh, Mormons, it's more rednecks. Then, yeah, yeah, there's quite a few of those. Yeah, we, you see the guys that are t- that have taken over the Oregon ranch and everything like, oh, not the ranch, but the the bird sanctuary. Yeah, are like, yeah, there's a lot of those kind of people here in Utah. Oh, well, the, yeah. <laughs> and this is for something that I'm going to show you guys, and I guess you guys have the YouTube followers. This is something that I actually wore out in town. I'll, uh, I don't know if you guys can see that. It says, Imaginary friends are for kids, and it has a nice. The Ghostbusters slash through no for the for the cross, the star of whatever the fuck, the star of David and the crescent moon with the star in it. So, yeah, I was actually out and about walking with this shirt on. And yeah, yeah, I was actually I I refused to censor myself because of it. But yeah, I was noticing people and yeah, it was a little bit scary. Yeah, that's that's one thing I'll I'll definitely not do is ever like be a, apologetic for me being an atheist. If if anything, reading the new mm-hmm. Dave Silverman book is kind of filled with me with me with of a uh, you know I really should be more out there for the people that aren't out there yet to show them that like how normal it is, and also because you know I'm not the one with the problem. You're the one with the imaginary friend. Yeah, well, not not even necessarily more more uh, firebrandish, um, but just open about it yeah and i'm not going to apologize for offending people's religion well you shouldn't no i'm not going to offend for attacking their beliefs i'm fuck that i'm, I'm not going to feel sad for that shit anymore Ooh, excuse me drinking a lot of paps tonight i've got <laughs> burps all over the place let's see we have a special pair of stupid um a and uh, the people are like oh, me put this guy poking fun at religious people that's all this show is no i just the, we're an atheist show that's what we do We have a pair of Christians surviving a house fire because God thinks that they are so, so special. So Justin and Cynthia Wagner, or Wagner, probably how we say it in America. That's how you English-speaking people say it. It's Wagner in Germany. It is. 
are about to head to bed on Sunday night in their Trentum Road home when they smelled something burning coming from outside the house. And the guy got up and looked down on his front porch and noticed that the garage he converted into an apartment was engulfed in flames. So he ran outside and tried to start the car that was between the garage and the house to move it out of the way. But he realized the flames were already coming up underneath it. And he said, I told my wife, I said the car is gone. Just get out of there. Don't worry about anything else. Just let the fire department take care of it. So the garage was destroyed. Left their Mazda unrecognizable. So how'd they know it was a Mazda? And they did extensive damage to the majority of their two-story home. He said, pretty much everything that we own is gone. But then a friend found an unexpected surprise when he was helping the couple clean up on Wednesday morning. In the middle of the ashes was a Bible. Opened up to John 3.16, the verse that reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his own begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish and have eternal life. So he said, Wagner took that as a clear sign. He says, that tells you right there that God is still here with us. He is still here for us. Kind of missing the point there. Like he could have stopped the fire. He could have saved your home. He could have saved all this other shit. No, he's just going to let that go ahead and happen to you. But what he's going to do, he's going to leave proof in that book being open to a certain page, which you're saying that it was open to that page. <laughs> but if that happens, you know, if if he were to actually step in and stop that from happening, we wouldn't have free will, now would we? Oh, man. Fuck, I hate, I hate the, <laughs> the free will thing. Because I, I watched a Mormon video on that earlier this week. Because they call oh, it they really? call it agency. And you have oh, freedom yeah. and you have agency, but everybody conflates the two together. So you have you have free agency. And the person in the video is like, no, 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 no. You're like, if if God made you do everything that is good, how would you know the difference between the two? Why would you be doing anything else besides good? So he has to test you in these manners. And it's like, if he wants like automatons to worship in the afterlife because we'd pick the good thing, why doesn't he just make us that way? I don't fucking get it. <laughs> Well, because he only wants his chosen people. Well, he can make his chosen people. He's a god. Well, whenever it comes down to the whole question of free will, I always like to go to, well, if you're up in heaven, you know, you still have free will. And inevitably, they're going to, you know, the person's going to say yes. Well, then do I have the free will in heaven to do something bad? Yeah. Does evil exist in heaven? No. Well, do I have free will? (laughs) Yes. So can I do evil in heaven? No. Well, then there's not free will, goddammit. You're a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then it's not heaven, damn it. Nope. Unless I can get hookers and blow, it's not heaven. (laughs) Well, let's not forget that uh, once you go to heaven, everybody's, you know, all their naughty bits are gone. You know? (sighs) Fuck that, That is definitely not heaven right there. Not heaven. Nope. Who wants that? I mean, does that mean even include tits? Because I mean, I kind of like boobs, man. <laughs> well, at least the Muslims don't mind, you know, that, that they don't have the same thing. You know, at least you get your 72 virgins. Aloha snack bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a, a Texas governor who is, if you guys might remember, I think this is the same guy when they sent the, um, when they report, reported mm-hmm. this guy in Texas for putting the fucking in, in God we trust thing on the back of the car saying, oh, it's the country's logo. It's a slogan, the slogan, the logo, slogan, whatever you want to call it. God damn it. The motto. The motto. There you go. Uh, apparently, because everybody was up in arms about us firebrand atheists saying, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do this because that's just going to make things even worse. That's going to make shit even worse. Apparently, they're taking it a step further now. And they're putting fucking crosses on the back of police cars. 
Oh, thank you for illustrating the slippery slope argument yep. so well. So Greg Abbott, fucking wonderful Texas governor right there. He took over after uh, Rick Perry is supporting the move. Of course he is. Shocking. Shocking, yes. Texas. Shocking. So he supported the In God We Trust, Trust motto, and he's also backing the crosses in Brewster County. Uh, the Constitution demands respect for religious expression. No, it doesn't. In your own fucking time. <laughs> in, it, it's okay. Yeah. Freedom from religion, freedom of religion. Great. You know what? If you want to have your own God and all that other shit, don't do it with taxpayer money. It's that simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're or paying on, for it. They're paying for it out of their own pockets and they're putting or, it on their or, cop cars. Okay. Well, that on, cop car did not yeah. come out of their pockets. Yeah. Or on taxpayer time or taxpayer property. Oh, hey, you're back. I, <laughs> uh, yeah. Imagine. Imagine the camera finally he's, works. He's, the camera is back. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh, man. So the Constitution demands respect for religious expression rather than the hostility towards it. No, <laughs> no, no. You do no. not deserve no. respect in your religion. We talked no. about this already. No, the Constitution is is neither hostile nor, it's nor neutral. accepting. It is completely ambi- It is religion ambivalence. It's like it religion? does not care. I care not for these things. <laughs> Nothing. No, we have no opinion on religion. Is the U.S. Constitution stance? And Governor Abbott fully supports Sheriff <laughs> Dodson's decision to allow his deputies to display the cross on their patrol vehicles. Let me drive around with the fucking instrument of death that our save that their savior <laughs> went through. Let me drive around like that. That's like the Romans rolling around with fucking like spears on the back of their shields and shit. Well, that, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that'd be <laughs> it. It made me think earlier this week because uh, we still have a lot of billboards up in Utah about mm-hmm. and you people living here in Utah know this, where they have the LDS Church like a Savior is Born special that they have now. I can't wait for it to be on YouTube. I think that might be the next show I do is critiquing these videos because there's a shitload of them. That'd be fun to do. Um, well, and they're they're all really shitty too. Terrible, boy. They're fucking terrible. Some are like almost like slideshows. Like you can almost hear the beep in the background. So you know you need to flip the film over. People of a certain age will remember those. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, what I you're have no idea about. what you're talking. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not any clue. That's like Kodak coming out with their Super 8 this week. Like, what the fuck are you thinking, man? <laughs> no. Whenever it comes, whenever it comes down to like dealing with sheriffs and the crosses and the God we trust and the national motto and all that kind of stuff, and they love to trot out the you know the Constitution. What I always it never fails to make me just giggle a little bit inside is they're all good with like saying, you know, the first amendment, the second amendment, but they forget all of the other ones that directly challenge the shit that they, they're bringing up. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not really surprising considering, you know, most religious people are really good at cherry picking. Well, as uh, I was talking with uh, yeah. on the show I was on earlier tonight, there was a, we were talking about uh, the 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 gun proposals that Obama came out with, mm-hmm. and when he was talking about it, they were saying that like the NRA is coming out against the you know the the closing the loophole of the buyer program because it's against Second Amendment rights. I'm like, dude, the Second Amendment has to do with keeping and bearing arms and having a well regulated militia. People forget about the second part all the time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say shit about buying and selling rights for a gun. 
Doesn't say a goddamn thing about that. Yeah. Um, Vice President Biden actually put out a, a, a really, really good video directly addressing that argument. And it, it really was any time he, he really just said any time you hear anybody say that it's infringing your rights. Just ask them how. <laughs> how is that infringing your rights? Can you still at buy, all buy in the any gun? way? Yes, you can still buy the gun. <laughs> Are you how? mentally ill and you cannot buy the gun? No, I cannot buy the gun. You should not have the gun. <laughs> yes, it's pretty simple, really. That that would that would be the established regulation clause yeah. that is built into the Second Amendment. Thank and you, thank you, founding fathers, for at least remembering that part. Thank you for writing the shit in the eighth grade level so people can somewhat understand <laughs> it nowadays. Yeah, but that's an eighth grade reading level. Most of the people that are reading this and actually having problems with it probably you don't even read it that level. We're, we're getting closer yeah, and closer to idiocracy yeah. every fucking week. <laughs> so that's why shows like this are the more the most important things that you can listen to. Uh, we have a final news item that we're going to talk about real quick, and uh, it's lucky that we have John on the show because I wanted to talk about the the swarm of earthquakes that have been rattling Oklahoma in the past week. Uh, uh, I, they had the largest one measured in the last week was a four point eight and struck around midnight Wednesday uh, in a town called Fairview. You guys don't care about that. Uh, no damage was reported in a lot of this stuff. Um, but I mean, four point eight isn't like, oh my god, the world's gonna end. But it's still rather significant. Yeah, four point eight, you know, happened. Four point eight is that's not. Yeah, you don't sleep through that. No, no. And and in just twenty fourteen, they had over five thousand earthquakes. Five thousand, and I don't think they're on any major fault. They're not like San Andreas. They're not like here in Utah where we have the. You can look at the mountains and see where the fucking plates are, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and 585 of those were magnitude three or greater. And so in the previous year, they only had 109. So you have a like almost six fold increase in these things. And all things considered, what has changed? What's the only thing that's become different in the last couple of years? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm. Could it be? Mm, I don't know. Um <laughs> Uh, uh, what what's that one procedure that they do where they inject shit into the fucking plates and then they they extract stuff from underneath it that shouldn't be extracted? <laughs> mm, what's that called? Oh yeah, fracking. Yeah. For uh <laughs> for for a point of comparison, Yellowstone, which is a essentially more or less an active volcano. super volcano, yeah. registers between one thousand to three thousand earthquakes annually. And I'm for Yellowstone. I'm I'm actually stretching right now to kiss my own ass goodbye when that one finally fucking blows. Hopefully, yeah, I'm we all fan of it happens. Yeah, <laughs> that'll that'll be that'll be a fun show for a couple seconds. Be like, oh, before we die of CO two inhale inhalation, that'll be great. You know? uh -huh. <laughs> oh, and well, speaking, they say ships. that we're uh, we're overdue for that super yeah. caldera to blow. So, and so when I I think to myself, do I want a beer? Hell yeah, I want a beer. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, that's that's more of your forte, John. You did um, energy stuff for a while, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to give a little background for myself. Um, I was in the military beforehand, but after that, I actually did uh, and still am doing a decade-long stint in the oil and gas industry, specifically dealing with uh, um, hydraulic fracturing, which is 
bragging. Yeah. Most people know what it is. Um, yeah, whatever you guys want to ask, I I don't tow the the industry line that say that says nothing is bad happening here. There are some good sides. There are some bad sides. So, and it comes to the whole, you know, when you have the libertarian mindset of these people, like, oh, the market will make things right. No, you need to have more oversight of these fuckers because, uh, let's see. They've the state regulators for Oklahoma have ordered the well companies to scale back or halt injection operations because 5,000 fucking earthquakes in one year is a lot, you know? Yeah, it is. And uh, one of the companies, Pedestal Oil Company, has been ordered to cut the amount of water it's injecting for disposal by 50%. So they haven't scaled back quite a bit. And then there's a couple other companies that have been reduced by like 25%. But see, that's not, they're not, whenever they said reduce the amount of water, that does not mean that they cannot still do, no, it doesn't even Mm -hmm. mean slowing down. There are other ways to do hydraulic fracturing. Uh, Specifically, one of the things that they like to do is use um, uh, nitrogen, nitrogen gas. Mm -hmm. You can actually liquefy that and you can do fracturing. Jesus. Uh, You can do... (laughs) Yeah, you can do it with natural gas, believe it or not, and actually get even more than you put you know, in. Even yeah. though you're, yeah, you're getting more out than you're actually putting in. Uh, so someone should hook a hose all the way from fucking California <laughs> to wherever yeah, these guys are working. Yeah, we're, 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 <laughs> we're Speaking of California, um, this is not. They, most people don't actually realize that California actually has a huge oil and gas industry, mm-hmm. both onshore and offshore oh, yeah. of the coast. And that's freaking scary. I mean, you're actually doing hydraulic fracturing in a place where we know <laughs> that <laughs> if we. It's going to fall off the freaking, uh, you know, the west what? coast of America. That was, that was the original yeah. Superman movie, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that with was. Lex Luthor like buying yeah. up all the real estate on the San Andreas Fault. <laughs> yeah, he bought up it, bought up everything to the to the east of the San Andreas Fault. So for me, these energy companies are no no better than fucking Lex Luthor. You know, and we're not even talking Gene Hackman, Lex Luthor. We're talking just Lex Luthor, period. You know, I'll get you, Superman. You know. Well, uh, so now that we've broached that, are, are there any specific questions? Like, is there something you actually want to know about the process? I mean, well, I know let's, from... let's, uh, let's make it uh, eighth grade level for everybody that might be listening to it right now. I mean, it, it involves drilling down to it into the shale. It's oil shale, isn't mm-hmm. it? That they're getting this stuff from yes and so they when they drill down to it they inject it with various compounds uh one of them is water of course and then they have like you said nitrogen and they do methane as well right Right. but i mean the extraction process is probably the the biggest unknown to me they they put all the shit in there and do they just wait for it to bubble up and they just take it up the hose or is there a special process to that as well well um all right, let me. I, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, go ahead and start with the beginning. Yeah, go for it. All right, all right. So uh, you got your drilling rig. It goes down, drills down, anywhere from between seven thousand to fifteen thousand feet down. You know, the shortest or the the shallowest well versus the deepest wells. It all depends on the geology. Uh, so the drilling rig will actually drill down to that depth depending on what they're trying to get. They may or may not go from a vertical well 
to a horizontal well. Um, so instead of being up and down, it's they're going to twist that drill pipe and actually go all know, parallel. I'm, with, I'm reminded of the Simpsons episode with the Mr. Burns slant drilling operation <laughs> that he had. Where, yes, <laughs> that's that's it. Believe yeah, it yeah. or not, that's what they're doing. Um, <laughs> so once they drill down, they um, once they finish with that, they'll come in and they'll put what's called a casing. It's um, it's just concrete essentially. Yeah. Uh, they'll case it down to how, you know, four or 5,000 feet. And then the next part is where the fracturing actually happens. They'll, sh- they'll, they use, oh, uh, I'm trying Very, not various to, fluids. <laughs> well, I'm trying, but there's one more step. What they actually have to do is they actually have to break the rock way down. They actually have what we call guns. It's, it's sticks of explosives that they'll actually <laughs> put down you know seven to fifteen thousand feet down and they'll actually break the rock with those explosives gee i wonder why earthquakes are fucking happening uh, he, that just <laughs> sounds like such a good idea oh it's far enough down that's not going to affect anybody no no <laughs> so once they do that um now we get into the actual hydraulic fracturing procedure um what they do is they'll then this is the part that i'm more than familiar with is they have depending on how big the job is you know 15 2500 horsepower um engines that will actually create hydraulic pressure and widen the gaps the fractures in the in the rock they'll actually spread those apart and that's the hydraulic part of hydraulic fracturing. So once they've got those uh, cracks open, they'll start pumping down sand, literally sand. Um, <laughs> we're not done yet. <laughs> so what how, how anybody thought this is an okay thing to do? <laughs> this is, I don't. It fucking it boggles my imagination. And it works, believe it or not. It may not oh, be yeah. the most most best thing that you could possibly do but anyways they'll put uh, they'll start... solar a thing <laughs> or wind you know? <laughs> hey, i'm perfectly good with that <laughs> i'm perfectly good with that yeah. all right so yeah, we've got the, we've got the cracks opened up so now they start pumping the sand down and they'll go from a finer grit to a more increasing um coarse sand mm-hmm. the reason why they do that is imagine to, the, the shell is rock yeah. Um, of course. Now, imagine you have a handful of BBs and you have a handful of marbles and you pour water through the both of them. The one that's not going to have them. Uh, what's the right way to explain this? Uh, the one that's going to have the least a bit of resistance would be your handful of marbles when you're yeah. pouring the water through it. Mm-hmm. Now, the sand represents those marbles. The BBs represent the shell rock itself. So what it allows is the oil and gas to have a more expedient route. A better conduit to get out then. Exactly. And that's, in a nutshell, without getting too technical about it, that's what hydraulic fracturing is. It's just making a well more efficient, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. And I just it's, I, I, yeah, it just it floors me. <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing process. God, yes. 
but let's do it in our populated areas. (laughs) (laughs) Now, going back to what you were talking about with the, uh, with the earthquakes in Oklahoma. Yeah. If the listeners are not, if they haven't ever heard of this before, this, uh, phenomenon, think of it like this, where they're in Oklahoma, where they do a lot of fracturing, um, they're actually putting lubricant into areas that are under tension. Water is a lubricant. Yeah. So what happens when you add uh, a lubricant to a system under stress? Yeah, when you add the best solvent that there is on the planet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to cause slippage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's slippage in a geological term? Earthquakes. Yep. You know, so... Lubricant for every other thing, great. Not in your fucking <laughs> tectonic plates, man. Not even not in the crust. Thank you very much. No. Yeah. Yeah. There's Ooh, a reason like... that aquifers are set up a certain way that they are geologically. You know. Yeah, they they said they managed to set themselves up in in stable areas. Uh, God, of are highly they, dense are they, rock? You know. So are are they actually in places? Are they actually doing hydraulic fracturing under aquifers? Well, that's well, how you end up with some of the places that have the, the the polluted groundwater and shit nowadays. That that is that is true, but not at the same time. Um, essentially, what most people think about is gas land, uh, yeah. where you're lighting tap water on fire. Yeah. Again, I don't tow the industry line one way or the other. Sometimes that is what happens. You know, there's there's leakage that goes into the uh on the outside of the casing uh near the top of the well mm-hmm. um which can cause you know the the aquifer to be contaminated with natural gas um sometimes though that same water even if it's never been anywhere or any, no one's ever done anything near it um, fracturing lines can also have the same thing. Yeah. Um, one of one of the things that, uh, and a lot of people don't think about it this way, is the on average most aquifers are what hundred foot down, maybe. Yeah, they're not as deep as we. Yeah, they're not. They're not quite that deep. Yeah. Yeah, and we're talking like the sh- some of the most shallow wells, at least whenever it comes to the uh, horizontal fracturing. Um, most of those, like I said, they're they're seven thousand feet down. Right. That's probably not what the problem is. If there's going to be a problem, it's going to be higher up with the casing. Mm-hmm. To failing uh, to give our locals a, a representative of that. Think about you know the distance between being in Park City down to fucking like California. <laughs> yeah. That's a significant yeah. fucking amount of, 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 of up and down. You know, you mm-hmm. may not think 7,000 feet is a lot sounding like when you're going horizontally, but vertically, it's a big fucking mound, dude. <laughs> That's yeah, mile. It it's, it's literally miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but again, like I said, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I know mm-hmm. it happens for a fact. I know it happens. Yeah. Um, so again, the, I'm, I'm giving you the, Straight dope, if you will. Yeah. yeah. The the interesting thing to me is that they're going to continue doing it. And their reasoning oh, behind it is yeah. as long as it stays within the four point whatever range, <laughs> I think we'll be okay, said the mayor. 
<laughs> Which is perfectly fine if that's the way he wants. That's to the way he wanted to do it. That's sure. great. You know. Sure. Sure. I'm the thing but I'm it, most worried about is it's so fucking reckless though. I just don't understand. Is. And then on top of that, whenever we do have those wells that have that failed casing that allows methane to bleed out Excuse without being him. captured, methane is orders of magnitude worse when it comes to a greenhouse gas. Yes. It doesn't last as long, but we're talking, you know, literally orders of magnitude worse oh, for yeah. greenhouse. Oh, yeah. Let's go back and watch the old Futurama episode where they try to yeah. combat global warming by dropping fucking ice ice blocks into the ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's 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 a reason there's a reason that that you um that they burn excess methane that's that's coming off of off some of these wells and refineries instead of just releasing it into the atmosphere. Yeah, because you you burn off the You would rather yeah, you'd rather have the CO2. You get and, water and CO2 and shit busting off of it instead of Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. That's that's not what the industry's thinking of whenever they do that. They just don't oh, want explosive sure. gases. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just it's just a happy coincidence that it's better. Trust us, John. When we uh when we drive from where we're at down to Salt Lake, and Kyle lives a lot fucking closer to it than I do, you yeah. literally get the 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 Blade Runner shit on fire, like yeah. driving driving down to Salt Lake City. Like there's <laughs> stacks that are constantly fucking pluming with mm-hmm. like fire and shit. And this is just like right off the freeway, the main freeway, it's because awesome. the refinery yeah. was there first, and they built shit around it afterward. <laughs> And there's literally neighborhoods around these fucking things. You should drive through Louisiana on I-10. Yes. Yep. It is exactly <laughs> that. It's fucking amazing. Oh, man. No wonder we're so short-lived on this fucking planet. <laughs> I don't care. I got my money. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Let's just shove some explosives down under the uh, under- water supply. Yeah. That'll be, and then we'll pump up a whole bunch of shit down there. Let's see what happens. It'll be fine, really. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. This is the <laughs> like fucking jackass. <laughs> people in the like people on these oil derricks and drills and shit just shouting shit like yee-hoo like they do on the fucking Dukes of Hazard when they're going over jumps and shit, man. Uh, multi-billion-dollar industries. There we go. So uh, we're going to cut it out well, here. We're going to go to a break real quick, uh, and we'll be back right here really shortly with the uh, fun with real audio segment. But we'll be right back. It's time for us to go pee and all that fun thing. Anyway, catch you in a second, you Tilecast. Hey, y'all. This is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a bear can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with... 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So, y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Okay, so we're back from the break. And unfortunately, John had to leave us there. It's uh, it's a bit too late for him to stay up any later. So, you have just me and Kyle because apparently we're too fucking hardcore for people to hang out this late at night on a Sunday. Even though Kyle's got to get up early as shit for work. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Podcasting. That's what we're here for. Yeah. If we didn't have children, this would be like an afternoon thing. It'd be like, yeah, let's have drinks. Let's have mimosas and have some brunch, you know. Oh, God. I could go for some brunch. 
Um, it'd be great to have some like a real meal while doing a podcast. It'd be awesome. You have to hear us <laughs> listen to us fucking eat. It'd be funny. So we're going to move into our real audio fun with real audio segment. And the first guy that we have up for you is Ben Carson. And yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to try to let a lot of these speak a little bit longer than we normally <laughs> do, because I realized last episode we go 20 seconds and then blueberries for 30 minutes and then talk for somebody. <laughs> and I successfully blueberried the left show today, probably about six, no less than six times. It was great. I love taking people <laughs> off on tangents. This shit's so fun. I, I like I go for that nowadays. So Ben Carson wants to talk to us about uh, gay activists against free speech. And, you know, he's going to equate this to the whole, you know, they're going to try to say that we can't discriminate against them because that's that's our religious liberty. But if they tell us that we can't do that, that that's them saying that we're being they're discriminating us. It's like, dude, do you not fucking understand how this works? No, no, he doesn't. He really honestly, genuinely does not President understand. Trump. Well, he's running for president. That doesn't mean he's actually a legitimate for candidate. President. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Why would a brain surgeon who does not have a, a, a law background necessarily, you, and you're not a constitutional scholar, why write a book on the Constitution? Good question. Very good question. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and put money down that says he doesn't actually answer the question, but no, talks he... about something completely unrelated. No, he answers the question. Hang on. Oh, bullshit. Uh, because the Constitution was written at an eighth grade level. They mm. specifically wrote it so that the American people could understand it. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Shit. They wrote it. They wrote it at the reading level where they were. It was not it, it, it was not the they average have... reading level of where everybody was because a good portion of the population was fucking illiterate. <laughs> they thought boiling potatoes would make you ill <laughs> or like, no, that's the only way they ate potatoes is by boiling them like you right. had to. They thought that they were poisonous that you had if you didn't fry, if you didn't boil them, you it would kill you somewhere or another. The reason, if, if you take the U.S. Constitution and you put it into one of those aggregators that tells you what the reading level is, the reason it comes out at an eighth grade level. It's an arbitrary fucking assignment for one. It's mostly, it's mostly arbitrary, but mostly because it's full of short sentences because of the process that it went through. They they went through and they arbitrated every single amendment and every single sentence. Imagine how hot and, and sweaty it was in that fucking in the, oh, fuck. of Congress. Oh man, just go watch what uh, seventeen seventy six. Just this, like and you just feel the flop sweat on every one of those people's face. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was that was a day that was a day and age where where filibustering was a real legitimate threat because it meant everybody had to stay in the room. And they, they didn't have air conditioning. I don't know if everybody realizes this, but they didn't actually have air conditioning at that point in time. And they still dressed colonial, so they were like, <laughs> yeah. So, be, so being four locked, layers. <laughs> yeah. So be, so being trapped in a room full of dozens of people in woolen clothes in the middle of summer was not something you took lightly. So when somebody says, I have a problem with this one sentence, I want to take these five words out, you start 
you start thinking real quick about how important those few words are to you. Well, and also for the most part, that's what these people did because you yes. had to travel to DC. Well, it wasn't even DC at the time, whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, <laughs> they had to travel. Yes. They had yes. to do this because their shit at home was falling apart because they weren't there. You know, it was an yes. actual sacrifice that these guys actually did mm -hmm. to be there in the Congress to do this stuff. Yeah, so they they were there and they had they had a sense of urgency. They had to get shit done, so they went and did it. So every single argument that came up, everybody went. Oh. Hey, yeah, I'm not really <laughs> very attached to that. I'm not very attached to that wording. Go ahead and okay, we'll modify this. Sounds good. Okay, perfect. Moving on. So you wind up with kind of fractured sentences. Yeah. So Ben Carson. Oh <laughs> God, fuck yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. It wasn't really a blueberry. It was on. No, top. it was it was on topic. But we need we've got it's a four minute video. We're not going to get through the whole thing. Well, maybe we will because we got a pad for time since Felicia's not here. <laughs> Our blowhard isn't here. Yes, <laughs> we love you, Felicia. Their liberties were, and understand what the restraints in the government were, and you know a lot of people will say, "Oh, you have to be a constitutional scholar to understand this." Well. You know, you look at all the people who claim they are constitutional scholars and look what a mess they've Thank created. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> Include you mean like our president, you know, who is a constitutional scholar. All these people saying that he's overstepping his fucking bounds are full of shit. Yeah, no, you don't need to be a constitutional scholar. But it, it really reading comprehension skills. Yeah, <laughs> it really helps to have not only reading comprehension skills, but a basic understanding of U.S. history. The Supreme Court, yes, especially um, the Supreme Court, because uh, you know they they need to read the Constitution and see wow. what it says about you know civil matters and where they should be handled. It says they should be handled at the state level, at the local level, where the no, it doesn't. <laughs> Just falsehood. No, it after doesn't. Falsehood after falsehood coming from this guy. No, it doesn't. The Constitution doesn't say anything about civil matters. Civil matters being handled at the state level. <laughs> Front runner. Well, actually, he's like third up right now. Oh maybe, no, maybe he's like he's year. like no, he's like way back there now. He was yeah. second. <laughs> he was fucking second, and then he's like, "Yeah, I'm a creationist." It wasn't even. It wasn't even just that. He just he went like full on batshit, and everyone went whoa. Whoa, you know, especially mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard. Did you hear the news about him calling out the the dumbest yeah. kid last this week? For yeah. those that might not know, I think it was. I could have been Alabama. I don't know. Only because it's funnier that way. The <laughs> he called out in a in a public school. He's like, so uh, you know, you guys are in the class. You're uh, who's the dumbest kid in your class? And the kids in the class actually pointed out like this mm -hmm. one kid. And he he could have went about it in a different way. I mean, always you can go about <laughs> things in a different way, but he was probably doing mm -hmm. it to like show to everybody, look, I was a terrible student as well, and look at me, I got to be a brain surgeon. Now I'm running for president. Woohoo, look at me. <laughs> look at me. I was the dumbest kid in my class too. And so uh, I heard that he had like a backstage with the kid. And he, the kid wasn't even upset. That's how dumb he was. He wasn't upset by it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let yeah. him finish. Over the lawmakers. Mm. For the people. By the people. You got it. And let's talk about a few of those. What is your stance, for example, on, on right to speech? You know, as a minister, um, it's almost like, I feel an undercurrent coming more and more that 
if you speak the truth in love about a true conviction of Scripture, it's a matter of time, it seems like, before you will be labeled with hate speech. Okay, if the speech that you're giving is hate, hate. it is hate speech. Yeah. If your scriptures tell you to hate gay people or stone them to death or whatever the fuck these scriptures tell you to do, that is hate speech. I don't yeah. care how true in your heart you know it to be true and you know you have a good little buzzing around in your in your dick hole about this kind of thing. Doesn't matter. If it's against yeah. a certain subset of people, no matter how mm. minuscule or massive, it is hate speech. Yeah. That's kind of one of I, I love that I love that that topic came up while they were talking about the Constitution as well. Yeah, it's like it's like shouting fire <laughs> in a fucking theater. You know that that yeah. is your First Amendment rights because you could have caused bo- massive harm to somebody. You know. Yeah, I mean the the same the same document that essentially more or less says we do not give the smallest amount of fucks. About your religion, what your religion is or says, because we are stepping back. We are stepping away from that. I want to start prefacing everything that I say with like as a mundane uh, expression of what I am as a man (laughs) or, you know, or like as an IT professional, (laughs) I think the tampon should be thrown in the garbage and not flushed on the toilet. Be like, yeah, great, great. That one thing is completely uh, to the next thing, you know? (laughs) Yes. As a pastor, I'm afraid they're going to start coming after me for telling me telling people to stone the gays. As a pastor, I think that people are going to start not listening to the wacko bullshit from 3,000 years ago. <laughs> Especially if, because, well, it's not even 3,000, it's like 1,500 years yeah. ago. I haven't even a... that far. The fucking uh, uh, King James is only like, what, 400 years old? 500 right. years old? Yeah, yeah, it's around there somewhere from the from the early from the Renaissance. And so yeah. you have that version of the Bible, but mm-hmm. you know, if you guys ever really want to do any really interesting uh, um, uh, homework, whenever you're listening to the show, go and look back at books that predate the Bible. You know, holy, <laughs> and Not especially even, especially yeah. stuff that you're going to find in like the Zoroastrians, the Egyptians, and. Um, who else am I thinking of here? The, the people in India. Uh, There's a lot of fucking parallels in those holy books. Yeah. To the stuff that you got in the Old Testament. Gee, uh, I wonder why. Few. You know. Yeah. Could be that somebody was borrowing some shit. Could kind be, of no? maybe. Let's just take some of these common Let's myths these common that are things. traveling around, you know, in an oral tradition, and write them down. You know, because every fucking everybody had a flood myth back then, because <laughs> every the most of humanity was centered around these old ass fucking places that everybody used to live. You know that frequently before. flooded because they were by rivers. Yeah, multiple rivers, and shit was a lot more green and lush back then. <sighs> Man, okay. Right for standing, for example, for a marriage being between a man and a woman. Absolutely, I don't give a shit what your opinion is. I honestly don't. I don't know. And most gay couples would be like, fuck you. If you don't want to think, don't think we should get married, go fuck yourself. The Supreme Court says otherwise. Yeah. They won't even waste their energy anymore. Like, we got what I, we got what we were looking for. We got equal rights. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. And they walk away happily, arm in arm, kissing, rubbing we each other. Right? You don't care. Say what you want to say. But as, uh, as long as you don't actually try to infringe upon our rights, we don't care. No one cares. Be as wacky so, religious as you want to be. 
<laughs> say whatever you want to say as long as it is not infringing upon other people's lives. Uh, and it's not going to be labeled hate speech unless you are actually directing Inciting, it at people. Yeah. Inciting. Uh, for example, going and doing this in a public place directed at a group of people. Man. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand these people sometimes. Fucking hell. Well, no, it's really basic. It's really, really basic stuff. Okay, let's let yeah. let's let's move into some more. Uh, you know, the way it works now uh, is they target you, and they have all kind of hate speech, uh, ridicule. If there's a way that they can bring action against you, uh, they will do that. Try to ruin your life. Look at all the people, you know, who because of their religious convictions and their belief in what the Bible says have lost their livelihood this and been put truth. in jeopardy over the, the gay marriage issue. Right. When in fact... <laughs> As if citing what the Bible... So I love that high inflection that he gave there. You know, you know people that believe <laughs> in what the Bible says, like, like that's an authority somehow. I, I <laughs> these people honestly believe that every word in the Bible is God breathed, or you I, know, I don't know how. I just when I you, don't. When you could go doesn't... to them with the history of their own book, like, dude, look, Council of Trent, Council of Nicaea, they put the books yeah. together. You know, yeah. we know this was not written by the apostle. This was written by somebody else that took the story from another apostle's, whatever we want to call it. And they built off of it like, yeah, that didn't quite work for this area. So we're going to change it up a little bit so it sells well in this country. No. <laughs> we we know there we know there are parts they specifically looked at and went, this makes no sense. This has nothing to do with what we're doing. So we're and just on, leaving this out. We're just and on Tuesdays, this part. Kyle and X shall do blueberries. 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 So blueberries, I'm, you say? Uh, blueberries. I, I, <laughs> I think I'm fucking done with Ben Carson. We've been at this for. <laughs> Ah, fifteen minutes, and oh, he hasn't really? gotten anywhere. Jeez. Well, yeah, yeah. Has he gotten close to a point? How many more minutes does Wait, he have left like, to there's finish? Like two more minutes in this clip, and if you really want to go watch, you go to Right Wing Blog. They've got it out there. RWW Blog. Just go to YouTube, find it there. Yeah, I but, honestly am done because he can't. It's exactly like on the fucking debates. He cannot get to a point. No, at he, least Donald Trump is quick to say racist and horrible shit, but he's quick to say it. <laughs> the, How did the, the fence that we're building is gonna be beautiful. You know, I'm gonna put my name on it. It's gonna be gold. You know, like, uh, great, Don. At least you're saying uh, shit. You know. Oh, speaking of blueberries, if anybody's really, really interested, uh, Rachel Maddow did a great, absolutely perfect comparison between Donald Trump. And George Wallace. <laughs> wow. And it is amazing. I mean, not even just, she didn't even really so much do a direct parallel between the two, but more, look, here are the campaign speeches from George Wallace. Here are the speeches from Donald Trump. Da, they da, da. sound really, They're about really, the same here. they sound really close. Uh, yeah. Hmm. That's good. That's worth looking for and watching if anyone's curious. So for our next segment here, we're going to jump into my favorite guy from the 700 Club. 
<laughs> Robertson. Who who says this just wonderful sage advice about LGBT people? You know, he's an oh. authority on this. He really should be talking about this kind of thing. Oh, good. I was curious of what he thought. I'm gonna be I'm actually probably gonna be honestly sad when he's gone. Not because like I'm gonna miss the guy or anything, but who am I gonna have to beat up on? I mean, we've got guys coming in his stead, like Theodore Schubat and all these other people that are taking the mantle of world's craziest fucking Christian. I think there will be people. Don't worry. Don't worry. There are people. There's always more. I'm going to start digging for like more crazy Muslim shit because well, that doesn't translate very well on the show because they're probably subtitled videos of people speaking like (laughs) uh, true Farsi or some shit like that. But true. And, and they're not quite, they're not quite as, as I don't want people to think that I have a specific bent towards, you know, the Christian religions, you know, but even then, even then that's an Abrahamic religion, just like every, all the other ones are. Maybe I should try to find some crazy Scientology shit. Oh, wait, but they don't talk to the public. Um, no, they don't. You can, we, we can. You don't have any <laughs> wacko Zoroastrians anymore. You don't have Sikhs that are saying weird shit. You don't have whirling dervishes saying things. God, there's no one else to pick on. Yeah. All the Abrahamic religions are the ones causing all the fucking problems in the world. Well, right? we, 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 live in a, we live in a nation and a state what dominated kind, kind of by these guys. So. We live in a Christian No, I'm not even uh, we live in a Christian nation, a Judeo-Christian <laughs> nation. We we live in a nation dominated by Christians. We're only going to include the Jews so we can get their votes. Mm. We actually can't wait for Jesus to come back and say, fuck you, Jew. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. kill you with my sword mouth. Yeah, we go could, read Revelation. There's Jesus with a sword mouth. You know, we should make a point of that, of fi- seeing if we can find crazy, crazy Jewish rabbi rants. <laughs> That'd be great. You know what we need to do? We need to have a we need to actually start a segment on this show where we <laughs> we do something every couple of weeks. It doesn't have to be every week. I mean, the guys from Scathing Atheist have already done like reading the Bible cover to cover and they're going to do the Quran next. So maybe we'll find something weird like maybe we'll pick Dianetics and start picking that apart. That'd be interesting. But I bet you other people have done that too. Well, we uh, could, but then we'd have to actually read it. We'd have to actually pay for it and read it. <laughs> Uh, uh, maybe we'll just keep doing the low-hanging fruit for you guys tell us what you want us to do hit us up uh utah oh sorry mailbag at utahoutcast.com let us know what you want us to do because honestly we'll do it well yeah we'll do it we'll give it a try we'll give it a milk run and especially i'd love to see felicia get fucking pissed about something you know that's half the fun (laughs) of you doing the show is hearing her like slamming shit down and downing cups, giant goblets of wine because she's getting so pissed off at the shit that these people are saying. So anyway, uh, Pat Robertson, LGBT people. Here we go. Okay, Luz says, Pat, my daughter was baptized and accepted Jesus as a child, but during the past... But not as an adult. (laughs) As a child, yes. Oh, that meant I fucking didn't even get to the point that I was making earlier. Fuck, I forgot. (laughs) Sorry. I I am bringing (laughs) something back from first segment and tying it in here finally. We were okay. talking about how driving to Salt Lake, you see all these signs about mm-hmm. uh, a savior is born, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about cops and license plate. I mean, not license plate, but crosses on the back of their car. So it finally dawned on me. And I don't know why it hadn't hit my head before this, that these people are essentially salivating at a baby in a fucking crib like manger, whatever it is. And saying, I can't wait to wash myself in the blood of this little baby. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to wait 33 years. But, like, it is the weirdest fucking, I had the weirdest jazz yeah. torture porn view of, like, that kid in a manger. Was, that little kid's like, 
you get the whole Ricky Bobby thing where it's like, I love little baby Jesus looking up you with his little God eyes and everything. Like, no, you start thinking about it, you're like, people that are in religion, like, I know what fucking happened to you. So and I creepy. can't wait for it to happen. I yeah. can't wait for the Romans to fuck you up, little baby. I can't wait for them to nail you to a fucking piece of wood and call you the king of Jews and oh, I can't fucking wait to have your blood wash over me and take away my sin. That's fucking creepy. It is really fucking creepy that the way that the Christians are acting. Mm-hmm. God, it bugs the shit out of me that these people are like, I love Jesus. I love Jesus so much. I can't wait for him to fucking die. You know, it's like it's almost like the most metal religion that you could think of, you know, almost. But it's not as good as a real, you know. Yeah, it's not even that even good. Satanists aren't even this fucking hardcore about it. They're like. No, you know he just you know Satan just and you know this is just jokingly me saying this. I don't mm-hmm. Satanists don't actually have a belief in a Satan, like a Satan. <laughs> but in the figure in the book, he gave us knowledge, mm-hmm. and he pointed out shit yes. to God. You know, it's like yeah, yes. but but specifically knowledge of what? Of go ahead. Knowledge of good and evil. Oh my! The, the gift of Satan was to give humanity the knowledge of knowing what is good and bad. Guess where your morality comes from, people? Eating the fruit. Mm, your morality comes from a gift from Satan. Hail Satan! Yes! Hail Satan! Without Satan, you would not know what's good or what's bad. So anyway, <laughs> this daughter, they, need, they really need to know how to use a comma differently in the, in the way they wrote this. Because the way I'm looking at it here... Pat, my daughter, Pat, comma, my daughter was baptized and accepted Jesus as a child, comma. Like, no. <laughs> my, my daughter was baptized and accepted Jesus, comma, as a child, comma, you know, because it's an aside, you know, it, the <laughs> punctuation is there for a fucking reason. Yes. Well, they, I, they, they accepted they, Jesus as a child. That's what reminded me of yes. bathing in baby blood there. So. <laughs> I accept Jesus as a child, but as an adult, I'm not convinced. It's like it's a fucking Grape Nuts commercial. <laughs> Oh, no, it's a Shredded Wheat commercials. That's what it was. It's like, you know, the adult <laughs> loves the whole grain wheat that we get. But the kid in me just loves the sugar. <laughs> they never said that. <laughs> Three years, she, she's gay. She'll be 18 in June and says she's moving in with her girlfriend. Yay, gay people. Yay, good for you. You make butterflies happy. Yay. I believe that she's confused, and I have reminded her of God's promises for her, I. What? God's promises for somebody. Yes, but don't forget that God's promises are conditional. I, I was brought up Christian. I don't. Buddy. I don't know what God's promises for me were. I mean, besides you know the whole eternal life, if you swear a fealty to me like your whole existence and don't do bad, don't do bad. But every okay. time I touch myself, I'd be like, oh, God, I touched myself. Oh, I put po- I poke my butthole. I-, I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, God, <laughs> I'm going to hell. I thought my dick was broken the first time. It, you know. Oh, no. What happened? What is yeah. this? I didn't see. That's what happens when you don't teach your kids about that kind of like sex stuff early enough. Oh, God, it's broken. <laughs> what is this stuff? Ew. Ew. Don't accept this lifestyle because I believe God's word and truth for marriage. I continue to believe and pray for revelation and God's truth over her. How do I have a relationship with her? Very fucking simple. Yeah. You have a relationship with her and you forget all the bullshit. You you treat this person like a person who happens to be your child. 
you know, you always um, forgive, you always love, and you deal with it. You know, if you don't agree with something your kid is doing, put it to the back of your mind because you know what? It is their life, not yours. Yeah. Their life. <laughs> because it, I know it's hard. Because I mean, shit, I've got, <laughs> I've got little kids now, so I don't quite know what it's going to be like when the teenage shit happens. But you know, you have to grit and. I'm I'm I feel like I'm doing an okay job of it right now, of, you know, slowly letting the yoke out, you know, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. not quite, you know, when kids are like one or two, you have to be around like helicoptering all the fucking time because they <laughs> will fucking kill themselves. Yeah. Now that they're <laughs> like twice that, it's like, you know, I don't have to watch them as closely as I do. That's how I can edit the show and get it up on Monday because I'm like, yeah, you guys <laughs> go ahead, play your iPods or, you know, whatever you're going to do. Yeah, go watch your show. You're not going to do any shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to stick knives into electrical outlets because you're smarter than that nowadays. <laughs> and because I've told you, you will die. Yeah. It's a bell curve, though. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky to have smarter kids, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not comparing my children against yours out there, great podcasting audience, but well, I, no, it's not, I think it's they'll not. have a better chance of survival than most of the, yeah. seven, the, the double-digit IQ kids out yeah. there. Well, it's it's not even that. It's the you, there's the we'll just wandered in wander into traffic stage, yeah. and then there's the I realize huh, danger is there. <laughs> danger is there, so I'm just gonna kind of sit here and do my little safe thing to, huh? Wonder what's happen. really out there, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a it's a bell curve. You you've got a brief period of time every every like five years. Where you're okay for a few minutes leaving them unattended. Yeah, I mean they're always within sight, but like <laughs> I can actually get showers now and not have to like watch, make sure they're in the room with me. It's amazing the the little freedoms you get back as children grow up. This mm-hmm. is your public service announcement, by the way, from the Utah Outcasts. If you don't, have don't kids. want to be, don't have kids unless you're ready to sacrifice your personal freedoms for like the next eighteen years. Yeah, <laughs> so. Uh, she doesn't accept lifestyle. What can I do to have a relationship? Yes, just be with them. <laughs> let her know you love her, and don't ever stop loving her, and and let her know that uh, you will be there for her whenever she needs it. Wait, wait for the butt. But you've got to let her know too clearly what you just said. You don't accept the lifestyle, so uh, uh, it's a difficult thing. But I think many young people. Uh, you know, the, the, they want to. They think they're transsexual, and they think they've got to have a sex change operation. They've got to do. They think. They think. Of course, they think. Yes. This, of course. This asshole doesn't realize you have to be diagnosed with gender dysphoria <laughs> before you could even start HRT. Before you can even like get your first appointment yeah. to talk about sexual reassignment. Yeah, you can't just like walk into a clinic. Go, yo, hey, doc. It's amazing. You can and for for more apparent uh for and for I know people are gonna cringe when I say this word, but for a more vampant issue of saying misogyny out there, mm-hmm. you can go get a vasectomy, mm-hmm. no questions asked, the day yeah. of. Mm-hmm. I just learned this week that there's a fucking waiting period to get your tubes tied. Yes, there is. There's a fucking waiting period that you have to, you know check with your husband to make sure it's something you guys want to do. <laughs> and there's uh, an even longer process for sex change operations. Yes. It's a long, it's a long drawn out mm-hmm. process. I'm hoping I've, I'm talking, I'm going to try to talk to Stephanie Gutterman from the, uh, 
Richard Dawkins Foundation to try to get her on the show because fucking great story that she has and she's a great trans woman and I can't, I would love to have her on the show because I think more people out there need to understand this kind of thing because I mean if if anything that I saw from the uh, Atheist of Utah Facebook group this last week is any indication <laughs> people don't understand what fucking feminism means uh, oh yeah 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 let's not talk about that mess yes we're because... gonna save that for okay. another episode yes well I'm actually gonna touch on that we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to that in our last, main topic let's let's last save that segment for... yes yeah so we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's let Pat finish talking about how people are just confused and thinking. Oh, I just think that when God. octogenarians should not be your, able just, to give you advice. Unless you, it's like, well, you don't want to sleep with strange women because you might get the clap. That's about the kind of sage advice you can get from grandpas, you know? Yeah. Well, he couldn't. It doesn't. He can't even really give that level of advice. I don't think he actually knows anybody who is gay or trans or anything. I He knows like this small select group of people that are pre-screened. Oh, speaking of guests, I'm going to go ahead and jump on and talk about, we have a handful of people coming up in the next couple of weeks. Next week, we've got Dustin from the Atheist Nomads. On the 24th, we have Trav from the By Any Means Necessary. And we have Callie Wright, which is another wonderful trans person from the Gatheist Manifesto. So we've got a lot of fucking guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. Woo. Told you 2016 is going to be a good year. So let's let Pat finish his fucking tying his news. This, that, and the other. And they don't really know what they're talking about because they're too young to know. I would wager that these kids that say that they're having <sighs> gender dysphoria or they, people, they, are, people are that are having, um, that are LGBT have a better fucking understanding of what they're going through and they have a better understanding of the books that you read than you do yourself, Pat. Probably, I, I would, I would think they would understand their own, their own issues, their their own issues, their own emotional state, about as well as they understand anything else. You know, uh, one they, of the... they probably understand it better than they did the whole concept of being baptized as a child. Yeah. See, and I'm I'm really glad that the generation coming up after ours is the one that has no stigma to mental issues. That has no stigma to people saying I need help. You know that that there's no there's no real big problem with someone saying I'm not a I I'm not a bravado person. I'm not a stoic. I don't I need I need that that's the biggest thing is that we have people that are willing to actually rely on the help from others, not for their whole fucking life, but to get them going to at least get them out of their hard portions. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean- because Absolutely. my generation yeah. and the ones before ours, I mean, I'm I'm only 30. Fuck, I'll be 36 after this episode comes out. But yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to me. Um, But <laughs> they're the generations before ours. You're like, buck up. Don't be a pussy. Uh-huh. Be a man. You know, but nowadays well, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our generation, that was that was it. It was sort of uh, it was on its death rows, but it was. Yeah. We got the, you know, buck up, walk it off. But, you know, if that doesn't work for you, maybe there's something actually wrong with you. Yeah, at least they decided to look into it a little bit. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of crying like a little bitch, though, I, I've read a webcomic earlier this week. Sorry, not a bitch as in woman, but, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I had to walk that one back a little bit. I've had a couple of beers, guys. I've had, like, at least 12 today. Um, uh, There was a the webcomic about Chewie and Kylo Ren. 
that oh, I read God. earlier this week, and I'm like, oh, God. No, oh, no, no. Oh. Yeah. And I'm not going to give spoilers because I did that a couple episodes ago, and I felt really bad about it. But Don't like feel five, bad. For like five minutes, but if you really cared, you would have seen it by now. Anyway, Robertson, fuck. And I have a feeling the same thing. You know, there's nothing that says that somebody can't be attracted to the opposite sex. Young girls have crushes, and they have crushes on their teachers, and they have crushes on other girls as well as boys. And uh, that's one of those things that happens. But Did he just implicitly say that that's an okay thing? Yes, he did. That same-sex attraction is okay? That's yes, a thing that happens? Yes, he did. Oh, my God. That's amazing. It's amazing the, the fucking shit that comes from old people's mouths. I love that. <laughs> That's just a thing that happens. That's just the it's thing that happens. A... But those trans people, though, man. Oh, yeah. Let's just shift those goalposts a little bit further down the road, why don't we? <laughs> That's okay. Just, you, Robs. you know, you guys go ahead and just keep shifting those goalposts until they fall off the edge of the earth. Yeah, wait, the earth's not flat? Wait, the earth is flat? Mm, yeah. It might be. I don't know. The research is inconclusive. That'll get differentiated as she gets older. But if she gets wrapped up in that lifestyle, she may never get out of it. So all I... <laughs> I'm not even going to let him finish because I don't want to hear the sound. No, he doesn't just... <laughs> may never get out of that lifestyle. Like, there's, like You just said there's not a problem with it. So you know, um, yeah. let's, let, let's let Brian Fisher give us the, the, entire, the entirety of his argument because we've only got like 10 minutes left and we really need to wrap it up because <laughs> okay. we've gone law. <laughs> so let's let Brian Fisher talk here for a second. The White House sent out a fact sheet on this, these new gun control regulations, and the White House itself reminded us that current law, I'm reading now from the, uh, from the White House uh, fact sheet, current law prohibits individuals from buying a gun if, because of a mental health issue, they are either a danger to themselves or others or unable to manage their own affairs. That's where they're getting the uh, Social Security Administration involved. If the Social Security Administration thinks that somebody is unable to manage their own affairs, then who is going to decide that? Some bureaucrat in a cubicle is going to decide whether you and I are able to manage our own affairs. They're going to come and take your guns. As a bureaucrat in a cubicle, I object. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Oh. Mm-mm. But if you nope. are a danger to yourselves or to others because of a mental health issue... You should not have a fucking gun! Yes, it's that that's, simple. That's, that's, that's exactly what oh, it is. Just wait for the denouement. Just wait for them yes. to tie this together. Yes, yes. Right to uh, own a gun? No, 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 no. You, Mom, you, you will be ni- you'll be denied the right to what is buy this? a gun. Yeah, the the key word there, buy. Mm-hmm. You can still own, but you can't buy a new one. Mm-hmm. If you still want a gun? You can ask somebody for one. I'm sure your neighbors have at least three or four. If, if the numbers are, <laughs> sure. you know, yeah. Well, remember that President Obama. What is he always out there saying? What is his mantra? What is a greater threat to the United States than Islam? It is global warming. It is climate change. Climate change, he keeps saying, is a greater threat to America's national security than terrorism. 
And he's right. Yes. <laughs> okay, let him finish. That is right. Now, terrorism represents a clear and present danger to the health and safety of others. And he's... You can stop terrorism with yes. bullets. You can't stop climate change with bullets. <laughs> well, I don't know. Have we tried? Ice bullets in the atmosphere. Fuck you, atmosphere! Which <laughs> is a bigger danger. It's a bigger threat than that. So what that means, if you and I deny that a man-caused global warming is anything to worry about, then that's going to make us a danger to others and unfit to own a gun. Are you fucking sure. kidding me? <laughs> Why not? Okay, okay. let's go. Sure. Lo let's go logical argument here. <laughs> guns. Okay, mental mental uh, let's say mental illness prevents you from owning guns. Uh -huh. Premise A. Premise B. Uh, <laughs> global warming is a threat to everybody. Uh huh. Premise C. If global warming denial is a mental illness, then conclusion. I should not own a gun. He jumped so many fucking fences to get to this point. Just, you know, you know what? I'm I'm pretty sure he just made a a solid argument. He made it for him not being allowed to buy any guns. Yeah, I don't think this guy needs guns. No, nope. no, nope. no. Yeah, if you're willing to buy that, you you know probably if, if don't need them. If Obama was such the tyr the tyrannical leader that everybody's saying that he is, I would love for him just to sign executive statements. Pat Robertson can't have a gun. Brian Fisher <laughs> can't have a gun. You know, waste his time instead of doing important shit doing that. But we're going to get into our last little one here. That was a quick one. We're going to talk with um, Glenn Beck real quick. Can we? And, and I mean real quick because, I mean, this is like a three-minute segment, but just listen to the delicious irony of this guy giving away his trade secrets. So let's go. I'm not saying that it's manufactured, but I'm not not saying that either. In reference to President Obama tearing up when he was talking about the Newtown massacre mm -hmm. at the recent press press conference that he had. So right. he said first graders and then you can hear the camera shutters going and then he starts choking up about it because. You start thinking about a seven-year-old kid getting fucking <laughs> gunned down. I don't care who you are. That shit kind of hurts, yeah, man. No, he's... I he's, got a seven-year-old. I can't imagine her dead on the floor with a fucking bullet wound. No, know? no, I can't. I, that happened. I came home I came home from work in... in. I was a wreck. I came home in tears. Not not because I have any, any personal connection to, to anybody kids, yeah. there, to those kids... But because those kids are the same age as mine. And as I said on the, the left show earlier today, like that's the kind of shit that happened in the comic book world that caused yeah. civil war to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then what happened with us? Oh, oh shit. Well, let's, let's not do anything. Let's not just, just, just no. yeah. Let's so, not anyway, that's what in reference he's talking about here. So here we go. Because I've never seen him well up like this before, even when Bullshit. he about somebody who could have been his own child. He's never welled up before. Fucking boo. Boo for you bringing up Trayvon Martin like that backhandedly. Absolutely boo, and that's absolute bullshit because yes, he has. I'm sure he has. Not, Obviously. Not, has. Quite, not quite to this extent, but if you... if you First off, he's a very composed guy. Yeah. He really is. He... 
he does a good job keeping his shit together. You have to. You have to be stoic as the president. Because yeah. unfortunately we live in that world nowadays where you're not allowed yeah. to show emotion, you know. But if you are if you are actually paying attention and you've actually been paying attention to, to everything, you would have seen him he probably hasn't cried before. That's that's probably there have probably been no tears on camera at a press conference before. And that's what the right is having the biggest fucking right. field day about. And that's what but, Glenn Beck is going to be discussing here. So yeah, let's let him but, finish. But he has actually gotten choked up before. Yeah. But suddenly, at this crucial moment, where this moment can actually change the course, he cries. Change. It's acting like this a fucking landmark thing that the president did. No, he just made. No. He just did shit that eighty percent of the populace want. Yeah. He did the shit that everybody wants done that Congress refused that, that to do. Congress refused to do. So he did what he could with the powers Legally. he had. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a crucial moment because this is the point where the tyranny happens. And there was a there was a town hall with Anderson Anderson Cooper mm-hmm. where Anderson Cooper brought up the whole, you know, people think this is a, a part of the plot to steal your guns. And Obama's like, I've been in office seven years. Yeah. I haven't done I haven't taken anybody's guns. Yeah. I've only got a year left. Do you think I would I should probably get started on this tyranny thing and making myself king? He's like, I I don't <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's a reason. I mean, not only besides, you know, term limits that they set in Congress, but there's a reason you don't want that job for too long. Just yeah. look at every president from when they first start to when they finish. Yeah, they they, they look are a little a fucking wreck, man. <laughs> just, yeah. Although I gotta hand it to him, he's he's held his shit together pretty well. Yeah, but he's he's gotten really gray, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. I think you have to though. I think they do it for you, stylish style wise. <laughs> anyway, let's let him finish. And he says that he's been thinking about it a lot. Now, I will tell you that there's a possibility that he actually does care. I hate to make him out to a complete monster. Wait for the butt. So mm-hmm. he does care. But there is also a possibility that he does care, but also understands the power of a tear at this critical moment. See, what critical fucking moment? I, I don't know what these right-wingers are talking I about. I don't know. He, the, the moment where like, he, yo, can he you needs... still buy Can you still buy quote-unquote assault rifles? Yes. Well, well, here's here's what I'm not understanding about what they're what what he's actually saying here. He is at this press conference not asking for public support. He is not asking for a vote. He is not asking for approval. Yeah. He is simply announcing what executive actions he has taken. If he was if it was something that was going to have to go to a vote or in front of people for them to approve to, I can understand fake crying. Sure, I but can even understand, then, that's but... fucking diabolical, you know. Yeah, you have to be a fucking sociopath to do something like that. Yeah, no, this is where he is talking about. Hey, look at what this is. What I just did, and this is why. Man. And he got choked up. Uh, and this is stuff that people already support by a, a vast majority, according to every poll that's been done. So I don't really think he's needing to do anything to curry favor here. 
when I was at Fox, I didn't want to cry. I didn't want to. I kept saying, I, I would be like, oh, geez, geez. In my head, I would feel it coming on, and I'd be like, oh, God, no, 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 no. The exact opposite would be going off in his head. If I cry at this press conference, there's a chance I move the country to tears. They see how deeply I mean it. And I can tell a story like nobody's business. I was fascinated by the fact, and I don't know if anybody else saw this. I was fascinated by the fact that he reached up to touch his eye before there was any tears. Did mm-hmm. anybody notice that? Mm-hmm. He yes. reached up to his eye and he was like, and I'm really feeling horrible now. And I have to reach up to my eye where there is no tear. And then suddenly that eye would not stop tearing. It was fascinating. And all you have to do is have just a little bit of Vicks or a little bit of onion or anything on your finger. And then you reach up and you touch your eye. That then is underneath your uh, eyelid and the vapor goes up and you can't stop crying. Oh, fuck you, Glenn Beck. That, that, Fuck you entire oh. right wing for thinking that this is manufactured. Just because you use this shit to get your political leanings the way you want it to be, to get the old people all riled up and saying that this country isn't what it used to be anymore. <laughs> no. Fuck you, because the guy had a real fucking moment of emotion. Oh, man. Um, that's... I find it fascinating that it's Glenn Beck <laughs> really giving away his trade secrets. So if you just use mm-hmm. a little bit of vapor rub, you can cry all you want. Mm-hmm. You mean like you do all the goddamn time, professional crier Glenn Beck? Oh, God, just fuck you. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing more you can say to this. It's just. Well, that's, that's not that's not what. Why it... are they suspicious of a guy getting fucking emotional over kids being slain? I don't that's know a... what the disconnect ah. is here that like, oh, well, he didn't cry at the people that died in Paris. Yeah. Well, cry that's... at Benghazi. But he cried about children being slaughtered. I'm suspicious of this guy. I mean, President Obama could come out and say, I love puppies and I take dumps every day because I'm a person too. He doesn't take dumps. I bet you he has a colostomy bag. You know, it's just like to even go out to even go after the method he say he he's suggesting. Um so fucking first, sick of these people. <laughs> just First off, using using those methods to produce tears, um, it doesn't quite work that way. Not not like he's not like he's suggesting. Um, that shit hurts, and yes, it makes your eyes water, but it it it's it's noticeable. It's you have to be very very good at hiding that amount of pain. Yeah. To actually get away with that for, for anything other than, you know, a brief, brief period of time. Man. So, yeah, it, it makes your eyes water, but it does not make you it doesn't make you cry yeah. in that way. And if you actually watch the the video of that press conference, it's it's different. Uh, and even even at that, you you when your eyes start welling up with tears before they start falling out you you feel it coming yeah and you have to what you have to that's the way 
your eyes work? Do, do any, does he have eyes that actually cry real tears? <laughs> God, God forbid, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I mean, oh wait, uh, the delicious irony of an atheist saying that. Mm. I, I mean, fuck. Why aren't you helping the turtle, Glenn? <laughs> fucking replicant. I know. Fucking turtle flips on its back. What do you do? <laughs> Look, Google Voight, uh, what is it? Voight Kampf test. Or is that what it is? Yeah. Voight some, Kampf, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The VK test that you do. <laughs> if, look up Blade. Just watch fucking Blade Runner. It's one of the best goddamn movies ever made. If you're this, not a little kid, you'll enjoy the shit out of it. Guy, this guy is, he's not even, I would, I don't even want to call him the king of manufactured emotion because he's really shit at manufactured emotion. Yeah. Also, happy birthday, Roy Batty. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, wait, happy Inception. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? We're going to go to break because we've gone a little bit long. We're going to talk about feminism. So if you don't want to hear that shit, go ahead and shut it off now. But we will be talking about our highs and lows for the week. So, you know, you might want to just fast forward a little bit through that. But we'll be right back. Utah Outcasts. I'm Dustin. And I'm Wesley. We host the Atheist Nomads podcast. We're godless geeks who take a skeptical look at politics, religion, science, technology, and history. We also interview leaders in the atheist, skeptic, and humanist community. Check us out at AtheistNomads.com. That's AtheistNomads.com. Okay, so we're back from our second break, and we're here for our final segment of the show. And this is usually the one where we go off on a long-winded rant about something or another that came up during the week. But considering the drama I had to go through with, you know, pausing the show to do some work shit and, you know, having to lose our guest and us going really long in the phone with real audio... We're going to keep this pretty short and succinct, and this is the segment where two guys talk about being feminists. Let us mansplain something to you. Let me mansplain something, not (laughs) to you ladies out there, because you know what feminism is. We're going to mansplain (laughs) it to the people that don't fucking have a clue about what feminism is, or at least what it is to me, I should say. And and I'll kick it off. I've I've got three little girls. Um... Florifana or Merriweather, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and right now, I see that the world is not, not everybody is on equal footing. Okay, there's people that are coming out and be like, well, what rights do women not have that men have? It's not like that, dude. It's not specifically a rights issue. Not anymore. It's a how they're treated in mm-hmm. the world issue right now, dickholes. Just because you have never had to experience, you know, the whole um, having to feel like you have to fit a certain body image thing growing up. Oh, well, they show Conan and stuff all the time. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. But you also still see fat fucks and like ugly schlubs getting women all the time as well. Donald Trump is a smoking hot wife. But it's because of money, not because of, you know, <laughs> ideal man image or anything like that. I don't want to I don't want to get too far into the bushes here. But the same the fact is, is that the deck is stacked against women in this country still. Yeah. People may argue with me on this. Say, well, I don't agree with you there. That's fine. You I, are I said, certainly I said earlier, allowed to not agree. I said earlier, you have to go through a 30 day fucking waiting period to have the same sort of sterilization like procedure done as that happens on guys. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. That is clear and fucking present truth that there is a male-oriented society in this country. Yes, women can cry and get out of tickets. Big fucking deal. (laughs) They also have tits. 
they're you are going to fall for every kind of little thing that ladies mm-hmm. can do to get one over on you because that's the way you're that's the way you're wired. You're a guy. You don't like to see women in distress. That's great. Well, are are you going to go out and scream matriarchy when they do something like that? No, because you know full well that you're being duped in this kind of thing. You're just trying to be the nice guy. That is a symptom of a fucking world that does not treat men and women the same way. Feminism is a system designed Mm -hmm. to make it equal footing between men and women. Well, women don't have to to register for selective service. If people wanted equal rights, we'd either abolish selective service or we'd make it so women have to do it too. Right. Well, there is also talk recently of of expanding that because of the recent DOD decision to expand allow all women all, into combat, all combat roles. roles. Yeah. yeah. And the Marines have come out in just the last week or so saying mm-hmm. that they're going to integrate boot camp. Mm-hmm. They're the last segregated boot camp that's out there. Right. And that's gone like as right. of the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And people may disagree with that or whatever, but you know what? Get the fuck over it. Mm-hmm. When I was at Fort Knox, I had women in my camp. I didn't give a shit about it. We didn't shower together like Starship Troopers. <laughs> but I still had to learn how to deal with people. And you know what? The last fucking thing on my mind when you're looking at a lady wearing BDUs is, oh, God, I want to fuck her. No, no. You're thinking, okay, how can we accomplish whatever we need to accomplish? Yeah. Man, I don't know. Take it over. I, I, <laughs> I've run out of fucking things to say. Feminism is simply, and everybody it, gives, a, it, gives it a hard time because it's the word feminine in there. Everybody else wants to use, oh, I'm a gender egalitarian. Fucking great. We're going for the same goal. Well, yeah, that, that's that's great. And even uh, even even humanism. Yeah. Uh, if you're equality, use that term. equality all around. That's great. But there's but, a word for it already. We yeah, already there is a word this. for it. But <laughs> feminism is a, a subsect of that. And it is it has a specific focus. Uh, it is a movement. It is a, I don't even know if I want to call it a philosophy, but for lack of a better word at the moment, I will call it a belief system. I will call it a philosophy. (laughs) It it is a philosophy and a movement that has no set structure, no dogma, no dogma and no leadership. There is no organization. There is no leadership. So, Attacking feminism would be akin to attacking. Um, I don't know. It's hard. To, it's hard to fight yeah. a nebulous thing. <laughs> it, it is really hard to. to it's fighting terror to, to fight that. It, but yeah. I don't want to compare the two. <laughs> it's it's an idea. You, yeah, you can attack an idea, but that's not what most people who attack it or even criticize it too. No, they, they are attacking or criticizing, uh, or being very critical of specific individuals or specific ideas within, with, within the subset. So I tried to bring up with the people because this specifically spurred from a conversation we're having currently on our Facebook group Mm -hmm. where everybody's saying that feminism is a religion. No, first of all, just no, no, yeah. And no. second of all, I go by the definition, and this is not. We had some asshole go through the Webster dictionary and pick not the first definition for it, 
mm-hmm. but tried calling it out on its like second, third, and fourth, you know, because words mm-hmm. have different meanings to them. Different meanings depending on context, which you can also find in that dictionary, which define the context, but that's okay. And so the the standard definition I have is a a movement for equality between the sexes. It's that fucking simple. Mm-hmm. It really is that simple. And everybody's like, well, you know, what about these crazy feminists out there? I'm like, great, let them be crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. That doesn't... <laughs> what about the? What about crazy people who have any other set of ideas? And so when the people brought up the whole, you know, feminism is religion, I'm like, so people that wanted equal rights for gay, trans, and mm-hmm. like uh, uh, people of that culture, they're religious as well? No, 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 no. So you're telling me that Black Lives Matter people are religious of some sort? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. It's the same goddamn thing, people. It's an idea. Yeah. It's a wacky fucking idea that, you know, all genders should be equal. We're not saying have things that uniquely are tailored to your gender. Right. Because I, as much as I may want to sometimes, I'm never going to pop into Victoria's Secret to find a nice, cute pair of panties. Mm-hmm. Good. Not going to. If you to. wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not a store that's meant for me. It's meant for women. And everybody's like, oh, that sucks. How come there's not a men's store for, like, like Victor's Secret? Do you realize how fucking stupid you sound saying shit like this? <laughs> you know what? If you want that store, you go ahead Build and it. start that store. Yeah. Let's see how fucking quick it fails on you. Yeah. Build it. But, yeah, no. They're <laughs> it's called Fans or it's called Foot Locker or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. It's like, okay, there's sports stores out there, but you don't mm-hmm. see me, like, going, I'm offended by all these sports stores out there. It's like, no, I just, I, it's not my thing. <laughs> You're allowed to like and not like things. You're allowed to have different opinions. Right. Right. But the minute you think that somebody out there should fucking bend or kowtow to your idea of what something should be, that's mm-hmm. when we have a problem. It is. How are you uh, going to tell me what I believe and what I think? We I, also, we, we also have this, this problem of, uh, when you approach these, when you approach these things, when you yourself have a conflict between what you think and what everybody else thinks, the first instinct, and it is an instinctual thing, is to think that I'm right, you're wrong. My, my viewpoints, my opinions, my beliefs are right and yours are wrong. See, and that's where people are. That's why we have yeah. the biggest fucking problem in this world is that yeah. it's polar. Everybody thinks everything is polar. You you really need to. Everybody needs to stop and think about what you are talking about. You are, There is a very good chance that you might be wrong. And there's a good chance that both of you could be wrong as well. There's a very good chance that you should be wrong. But if you are in a, in a position where you find yourself arguing against a couple people, even just one person, if you are in an argument with one person, you should very seriously consider that you might be wrong. And if you want to win this argument in any way, you better start thinking about the fact that you might be wrong because if you can't consider that you can't win an argument well and there's the the outliers on this this conversation that we're having i would for people that aren't mm-hmm. part of it go and find atheist of utah on facebook it's called atheist of utah <laughs> unofficial 
go join and we'll put you through the vetting process, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. It, this probably won't be there that long, but anyway, it's like any other conversation you have about people and feminism and everything is that mm-hmm. everybody thinks that when you adopt a label to something that you automatically have to fall lockstep behind the people that represent that idea in their own way. Everybody right. thinks that I have to immediately go for Anita Sarkeesian. I disagree with a lot that she says because I honestly think that she's not a gamer because she has said multiple times, I'm not a gamer. I don't like yeah. video games. Good. Mm-hmm. Then your opinion doesn't mean anything to me. That's great. I'm not going to say I hate you. I'm not going to send death threats your way or any shit like that. Mm-hmm. I just disagree with your initial premise. It doesn't mean I have to agree with Gloria Steinem. It doesn't mean I have to agree with the UN speech that um, Hermione Granger gave. Sorry, Emma Watson gave to the yeah. to the UN. I agreed with 90% of what she had there. I had I took umbrage with a couple of points. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean taking a position of saying that you believe equality between people should be a thing doesn't mean that you have to immediately adopt everybody in the fringe. You have to adopt everybody's ideas and you have to feel like a fucking shit heel if you're a guy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that. And the quicker people start realizing this shit, the better. Because just because I call myself a feminist doesn't mean I agree that I, that doesn't mean that I hate men. Because how fucking weird would it be to be a guy that belongs to a group that hates myself? <laughs> no. I just want my, my kids to grow up and not feel like they have to be homemakers. To feel like they have to strive for the, like, the attention of a guy. Right. That they're an incomplete person without a dude in their life. Right. You know, to think they can't go into a STEM field. I'm pushing like a motherfucker to have my kids go into STEM. Right. And it's hard. And yes, we are we are in a position uh, as a society where that is an option. Yeah. Whereas, you know, years ago, that wasn't actually an option. But I also have people on the other side of it. You know, not the, the side that's arguing against me, but the people on who I would think to be on my side yeah. that are telling me, you shouldn't let your kids play with monster high dolls. That gives them an unhealthy body body image. Yeah, they're monster they're toys. Yeah, they're toys. Yeah. Uh, some and it's like Freud said, a cigar is a cigar. Sometimes, man. Yeah, everything, every there. Um, Tim Minchin, yeah, has a fantastic song. Um, called the fence, and it is it is just one big defense of the gray area that everything has not everything fits into a black and white category Uh, it's a terrific song if you don't know it go find it i mean we've talked Um, multiple times on the show about sexuality being fluid yeah attraction being fluid gender being fluid we're in a great fucking time in this world where we realize that we don't have to be like the World War II generation where it's either mm-hmm. this or that. There's no, you know, right. column A, column B. You know what? We actually have an infinite amount of choices between A and B nowadays. We have yeah. not just integers anymore. We have the fucking decimals in between them. Mm-hmm. There is no limit to your to your choices. And everything, everything has to go through this same process of evaluation and vetting and you know what you might be right about one thing and you might be wrong about another and you might want to take that possibility into account so and let me bring up the 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 final thing we'll talk about here before we move into our highs and lows for the week or whatever we're going to bring up feminism noun 
the advocacy of women's rights on the ground of political, social, and economic equality to men. That's it. There's no need for anything else there. Yep. I want more women to be represented in our government. Am I going to say it so there has to be a quota? If that's the only way we're going to have people that can get elected in that kind of thing, yes. If sure. that's something that needs to be done to have equality, yes. Do I think that economic equality to men is the pay gap what they say it is, where it's like, if you can hire a man, you have to pay him a dollar, but if you pay, hire a girl, you have to pay her 77 cents. No, that's not how the fucking pay gap works. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works. Every study says that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. It's... <sighs> It's so it's very nuanced, people. It's not something you can just say. And there's people on both sides of the argument where they take their rhetoric and they take their echo chamber shit and they bring it to the public discourse. Oh, it's it's cherry picked and echo chambered. And when, when, and, yeah. when both sides, what happens when you combine a high pressure and low pressure system? You get a fucking tornado. <laughs> yeah. So when you take like and I, I say this only as a joke, men's rights advocates versus like feminazis and you throw them into a fucking forum together what happens mm -hmm. giant shit storm happens absolute giant shit storm <laughs> and meanwhile there's people in the middle going wait 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 calm down wait what wait why are you trying to use this definition what are you saying yeah and then people are like you're not a feminist well yes i am fuck you for telling me i'm not god well the, the horrible and horrible and shitty reason and the reason we're even talking about this and not just ignoring that storm yeah is because both sides, both groups of people are doing a tremendous disservice. And it's, it's a huge, tremendous disservice. And it's making me really sad to see people that I hold in high regard mm -hmm. bring themselves down into the muck. Yeah. And they are. And, and this and, is this is why we this is why we have this is why we have uh, public figures and public officials who are coming out and saying things. Oh, well, you know, I'm not a feminist, but you know, I think all the same things feminists are, but I'm not going to associate with that label because unfortunately it's been not hot, not completely hijacked, but because there are people of the fringe. Yeah. And well, they and don't want even, to be associated. Yeah. And it's that. not even that it's been just hijacked, but you have people on the fringe who are engaging in these arguments very publicly sometimes. Which is why that, I, this year I've refused to start call, stop calling myself an agnostic atheist. Yeah. And just call myself an atheist. Yeah. Don't. Why keep the little bit of doubt in there? Mm -hmm. That's not to say that I am still agnostic on the belief of a God possibly existing. But mm -hmm. one has absolutely fucking nothing to do with the other. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't believe. Could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not going to say no, but I'm going to say no yeah. in the sense of, you know, having 100% certainty. And I, fuck, we brought mm -hmm. this up like the last three episodes. 100% certainty. We are. Yeah. You don't have that for anything. No, there's not. There's no There's no 100% certainty for almost anything. I mean, there are certain things that you have 100% certainty for. Like, I could say I've drank five beers <laughs> tonight. Yeah. Am I certain of that? No, because there's a couple of drops in each can. So technically, one beer gone should be an entire empty can. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the Gnosticism shit, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a mind fuck if you let it get to you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't split so many hairs yep. and you have to be willing to accept that you might be wrong. Uh, and if you can't see how you might be wrong, 
you are nowhere near understanding the other side of the argument. And Dan Ellis brings it perfectly back to the point here. I don't let the loudmouth chauvinist feminists define feminism for me any more than I allowed the loudmouth chauvinist atheists to find atheism for me. Mm-hmm. Should everybody capitulate to their demands? Or should you expose them as the liars and hypocrites who are unworthy of continuing to call themselves feminists while acting in, a de- in demonstrable ways which run counter to the label that they're using? In a group of loudmouth chauvinists, if a group of loudmouth chauvinists cropped up and started claiming that they were atheists who believed in a divine creator of the universe, would you stop identifying them as an atheist? Or would you point out the problems with their inconsistent views? Fucking well put game set match, Dan Alice. Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> Unfortunately, that wasn't the end of the conversation. No, because... it kept on going because somebody mm-hmm. in particular that I'm not naming names because I don't want to fucking deal with lawsuits and shit. <laughs> I don't know if it would ever come to that, but Jesus Christ, man. <sighs> yeah. Given anyway, that they're not technically we're, public comments, we're... No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're at... God, we went 20 minutes on that. So we're going to go ahead and do our highs and lows for the week, <laughs> even though I said we're going to be quick about it. Hopefully you didn't skip the ah. There's a lot to be learned in there, especially through our my drunk ramblings. A little bit. Uh, let's see. Highs and lows for the week. Fuck, what, what happened to me that was great this week? Uh, getting on the left show was pretty fucking cool. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was the highest part of the week. That was definitely a plus. It's definitely a plus. It's a it's a decent it's a decent operation those guys run. Well, it's always nice to be invited to somebody else's show, even though I had to yeah. play a game to get there. <laughs> and I didn't bring it down with me, but he gave me a little bit of a swag item. Maybe I could use that as my best, even though it's not because I don't watch The Big Bang Theory. He gave me a penny <laughs> from the show, and it's signed by all the, the people that were there. So it was Taylor Hunsaker. It was uh, Ult- uh, Ultimate Dan, or sorry, Ultimate. What the hell's his name? God, I'm sorry, man. I forgot your name. Shit. And Jeff was there, and it was me. So <laughs> I, I got to sit in the Forest Shaw chair. So it was really fun. That's nice. Uh, let's see, low for the week. Um, fuck. I don't know. This whole shit storm about you know, I'm going to tell you what you believe has really like put a damper on my whole fucking week. And I really wish Felicia was here because you would have got like another 30 minutes of this. No, you know, you wouldn't have, you would have, she, we would have had to cut her off. Yeah. Is I would have had to turn off. It, mic. Yeah. This would be a cut mic for operation because she would go, she would go for hours and for good reason. She has, she has reason to go off on this. Yeah. Uh, same reason my wife went off on this for a good two and a half hours. That's the reason we don't have her on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's a hot, it's a really hot issue. It really is. And it's a very real issue. And I never thought I'd be one of the kind of guys to even say something like people mansplaining things to you. That wasn't even a word in my dictionary until like a year ago. (laughs) But then I see people coming into like a room where people are saying, this is what I think this is what I believe. Mm-hmm. And someone going, no, 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 no. Let me tell you what you're, what you're supposed to think it is. Mm-hmm. I've been mansplained this week. Yeah. And I'm a guy. <laughs> it's so fucking weird <laughs> that people think they have to go out on a limb to tell you what you should be thinking. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that happen to me since I was like a kid in church. No, 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 yeah. no. You shouldn't believe that everybody should be like taken to heaven. No, 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 no. Yeah. Only the good people are allowed in heaven. So. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Loaf of the week. Yeah, that that shitty fucking argument that has been yeah. going on for like a week. And like I chimed in. Like, I thought I was writing it to you guys in the uh, the Facebook chat that we have, but I accidentally sent it to my wife. And I said something <laughs> like, I hate it when people try to use the non-textbook definition of feminism when they're discussing things. And my wife doesn't give two fucks about the stuff that we talk about on the show. She's not into politics. She doesn't mm-hmm. care about social things. She's more worried about do I have enough money in the bank account to pay bills? And like, what scrapbooking thing is out this week? Or, you know, are my kids doing okay? <laughs> that's her worries. I'm the guy that's worried about all the fucking uh, esoteric stuff out there. The stuff that I think is real and clear and present dangers and shit like that. That I'm rallying against and fucking yelling for on podcasts every week. She's like, oh, that's cute. You know? <laughs> man. Nice. That's it for me, man. What about you? Um... Well, equally high and low is, uh, I think I talked about it earlier, but the old science uh, fair <laughs> thing. I, we spent all day on it. High because it's cool. Low because you're doing high, all the goddamn work. <laughs> high because it's cool because you, you have the opportunity to explain this whole process, the, the the process of going, okay, good. You have to ask a question. You have to have a question that you're trying to find an answer to. And then you have to think of a way to test that question. And then you have to think of what you think might happen when you do that test. And then you have to write down, and here's the important part, write all this shit down uh, and I think I quoted Adam Savage from Mythbusters a couple of times. The difference between goofing off and science is writing it down. <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes of all time because I've said it to my kids multiple times because they always they always want to try shit. Like, okay, well, if you don't write it down, you're just goofing off. So if you actually want to find something out and remember about it later, write it down. Because otherwise you end up repeating the same fucking yeah, over probably, and over and over again. Yeah, because you can't remember what happened. So, yeah, we're going over that. And it's um, the the final experiment that, that my daughter had settled on was trying to was answering the question of what is the effect of various household chemicals on eggs when you freeze them, when you cook them. And when you just leave them for a day. Gross. Gross. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. But yeah, it's okay. Fine. We can do that. We can do this. It's going to take time, but we can do this. Uh, you know, just pulling teeth throughout the course of the day of, okay, we're not, <laughs> we're not doing this for you. We will, we will help you and guide you and try to remind you what to do every step of the way. So you actually can follow do through this. and get it done yes right because this is, this is not just you know hey we want to do this for fun uh, this is schoolwork, so we're helping you do this right uh but oh my oh my god this is terrible uh, <laughs> and and uh, to the point of at i think about three quarters of the way through all of this it's like i don't really want to do this anymore it's like <laughs> no nope, sorry. you gotta see it through now <laughs> no, kid. sorry we're we're doing this now. You're already signed up and you're committed and you're doing science fair. So you have to finish this project <laughs> and we are not doing it for you. Nope. I will let you get an F. Uh-huh. 
Um, and on top of that, I am fucking sick of eggs at this point in time. No, eggs are oh, great. No, I know. I, I love eggs, but I, I just, I, I could go. I'm tired of messing with them. That's what I, I could go a full 48 hours now without looking at, seeing, or smelling an egg. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know how many people out in the audience, like, actually do cooking, but raw egg has a certain <laughs> smell to it. Yeah. Yolk has a smell to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I I handled about two dozen raw eggs over the course of an afternoon. You, yeah. I crack five and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Looking at these things, they're gross. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of a high and low point. Um, I just thought of a low. I didn't win the fucking oh. lottery this week. Neither did Felicia, uh, uh, but she missed her tickets, and I I bought mine, but. I let him ride through Wednesday, so maybe I'll win the one point three billion for all I know. But I know that the the odds of that are so catastrophically small. But at the same time, there's part of me that's like, dude, you can't you can't win unless you actually buy a chance to win. You know? <laughs> there's that, yeah. Then there's the other part of my brain that goes, the only way to win is to not play. Yeah, but that that's 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 war games. That's tic tac toe. It is war games. That's, so that's, wa- war- that's Whopper not knowing how to play a game right, you know. That's that's war games. That's not that's not the lottery. Lottery is complete opposite. The only way to win is to play. Yeah. Uh, but, so I was just know, really glad the, that the, after hey, the, the the only way to lose is to play too. Yeah, I'm just glad that the no. Actually, if you don't participate, you don't play. If you don't play, you don't win. So technically, that's de, de facto loser of all no, the people I, in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> now, does that mean that you're a loser in the fact that, you know, you didn't buy anything? I think that's less of a loser than someone that bought $500 worth of tickets, <laughs> which I was seeing up in Malad, Idaho. Wow, really? Oh, man, there was people I, I under- spending so much fucking money on this. I mean, and I, I bought 20 that's... bucks worth of tickets because I'm at a stage in my life where that doesn't hurt me. Yeah, no, I, I that 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 is a... If you have if you have that much disposable income, first off, if you have five hundred dollars to just blow on lottery tickets, you don't need to win the lottery. No, and so if you don't have that, then you shouldn't be playing the lottery. There were lines around the block from gas stations. Jesus, like three hundred people in line, and all I could see when I was watching these people standing in line and everything is like, wow, that's money in education that could be coming to Utah. Look at all this money just leaving the state. Like when I see people buying shit in Evanston, like when it comes mm-hmm. to liquor and stuff like that, all I see is money not staying in the state of Utah. Oh, yeah. Just us in Utah fucking hemorrhaging money mm-hmm. when it comes to the vices of the world, when it mm-hmm. comes to the lotto, when it comes to liquor, and when it comes to gambling and shit like that. Like when you look at Wendover, what, when you see Wendover, you see opulence. And for people that know Wendover, don't know what Wendover is, <laughs> it literally is a casino town. That is on the border of Utah and Nevada. It is. Nevada, yeah, it right? is like three casinos. And there there was a place called the State Line Casino. I don't know if it's still mm-hmm. there anymore. But quite literally, the parking lot is, on, is in Utah. Mm-hmm. And the very edge of the casino building is on the fucking state line. Yes, you, you actually in this bit in that one, you crossed the state line walking through the lobby. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. man. And just see money just pouring out of our state going mm-hmm. to these places, to other states. Yep. 
But that's okay. We have religion. That's, that's okay. That's okay. Mormonism. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> God damn it, Utah. Get your shit together. <laughs> like, you look at the... There's 47 states involved with the lotto and the territories. So you're talking like Guam, Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All these other places have the fucking lotto. Not Utah. Mm-mm. Nope, can't have that. God damn it. Man. Nope. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, send us an email, mailbag at utahoutcast.com. Hit us up on our voicemail, 347-669-3377. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, whatever you want to do. Seriously, leave us your comments, suggestions, anything that you want to do. We will talk about it on the fucking show. Uh, we're glad to have content from people out there listening. If you have a little bit of dollars that you want to give us and you want to get some extra content in return, because we're about to go do the after show, even though we're both tired and it's late as shit, <laughs> but let me give you a heads up about what this episode is that you might want to listen to. It's a uh, Alex Jones talking to David Ike. It's a conspiracy theorist talking to a fucking sci-fi conspiracy theorist. It is going to be orders of magnitude anal prolapsing of people talking about stuff that that really you want to talk about echo chamber. It's one guy saying, government's coming to get us. Government's made of reptiles. Yeah, but those reptile governments are going to come get us. Yes, but those rever- those reptile reptiles are going to get our government re- governments. It's like, it gets really fucking in-depth here pretty quick. Because I've watched a little bit of it. And if you've never seen David Icke, he's a guy that has like a perpetual surprised look on his face. He looks like a, a, a British cholo. <laughs> He's got the penciled in eyebrows and shit like that. He's, he's a fucking weirdo. Go give Google him. But anyway, that's it for the show for this week. Uh, thanks for John for coming out for the, the short song that he can make us in here on. Felicia will be back next week and we're going to hold her to it. And we're going to start doing live <laughs> shows here in the next couple of weeks or so. As soon as I get all the equipment we need and we can do a, a milk run because I've already got the okay to have everybody over to the house. Yay. So. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, give us thumbs up, whatever the, you know, just support us any way you can. That's fucking great. We do this shit because we love doing it, but it's good to hear your guys' input as well. Anyway, you guys have a good week, and we'll catch you again next week with a new episode. Until then, you're welcome. Good night, everybody, and bon week. There you go. See you guys. It's a god-awful small affair To the girl with the mousy hair but her mummy is yelling no And her daddy has told her to go But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seat with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for She's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools And say aspirin to focus on Sailors fighting in the dance hall Oh man, look at those cavemen go It's the freakiest show Take a look at the Is their life on more?
Sits on the merry cow's tortured brow But Mickey Mouse has grown up the cow And now the workers have struck for fame Cause Lennon's on sale again See the mice in their million hordes From Ibiza to the Norfolk broads Blue Britannia is out of bounds To my mother, my dog and clowns But the film is a sad thing for Cause I wrote it ten times or more It's about to be written again And I ask you to vote for some I just want to be the guy that says quit fucking making definitions to it that don't don't pertain to the one that I place for myself, you know. <laughs> uh, no, all thing I really want to say about that is uh, approaching anything without the idea in your mind that you might be wrong mm-hmm. is the wrong way to approach everything. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green. Green today. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. 